0: voice of Kayla Pitts, and this is the Mixed Bread Podcast. Hello again, or for the first time. I'm very excited because my guest this episode is my brother Adam. We have a great time reminiscing about the simpler times growing up, discussing the potentially false memory of me locking him in a refrigerator, and the very visceral memory of him dislocating my jaw. Then, we get real for a bit and talk candidly about how the internet is starving us and feeling out of place as a mixed person. Quick heads up, for the first few minutes does involve some quote-unquote cat stuff. If that's not your thing, feel free to skip to about minute number seven to get past it. And finally, the word of the day this episode is aromatic. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, and let's bake some bread!
1: Here? Yeah, right here. I get down, like, like, I, like, because I waited at Max Apples and I counted the cars that went by, and I was like, all right, let's see, because I wasn't sure, because I didn't see any roadblocks. I just saw people turning around, so I turned around. Yeah. I was like, if they don't all come back, I'll try again. And they all didn't come back, so I tried again, and I kind of just had to go around, but there was a giant top half of a pine tree. Hi, hey, baby. Oh, my God, you even have another
0: cat that I haven't even met yet. Oh, She's shit. hiding. She hides under the couch. I actually haven't seen her since I got home. So she'll probably come out later. Look at how excited she is to see you. Yes. She's like, let me smell where you've been, kid. <laughs> it like I remember that
2: guy.
1: Aww. Yeah, no, it was blocked again. Super upset because like it was it was that last bit where like it was like literally less than a minute away from the path and I was <laughs> yeah. like if I can get to the other side of you guys I'm there. Like,
0: you could probably see like from if you were up on the hill the where the building
1: yep. was from and there. When I came around I can see the guy at the other side of the roadblock and I had to turn around and park and look at my directions again in front of a cop who was parked like his whole car yeah. back in the street so it's like oh, I can't even try to get by. I wanted to.
0: Was it a downed tree?
1: I didn't see it there. Like I didn't see it with on that road. I only saw it on the first one, sure.
0: How better we need. I'll tell you when you get your butt over here. Yeah,
1: just God didn't want me coming over, I guess. I'm throwing everything wrong my tire, one my tires ended up being flat, right out of gas halfway over here. <laughs> All the lights shut off on that road and it was. Yeah. I thought we were getting EMP'd for a second because it was well, literally like everything <laughs> on that, like, just black. And I was like, oh, oh. Then it turned back on then it went back out. And then everyone just started running the light, like, if there wasn't there Oh, because was no there light. was no light. And it was, yeah. uh, It's like 6 o'clock traffic, so it's like a lot of people. And I'm sitting at the left turn. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not That's gotta be trippy to be line.
0: in your car and then all of the lights around in the surrounding buildings things around you go off Yeah, and
1: the street lights all the street lights off. So it was yeah. like a power grid thing but There's so much ice on the street I Where's have p-
0: I had a feeling because of um, how the trees were leaning like, And I was like, oh man, something's about to hit They're all hit cased in ice right now Yeah, something's about to fall and hit a power line And the wind Where's Bill? Uh, he's in his study mm-hmm. Yeah, you can say hi if you want, but he knows, like, we're recording, so he likes to make things scarce. It going? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, i to say hi. Didn't know if you were here or not. Yeah, and then it's okay. My
1: yeah. mom
0: and dad say they love you. And I know I told she's like... You say that. Hey, i said I love you. I didn't mean it. She's such a tease. That looks dope. Yeah, and
1: she got me a coconut um, a, necklace? A, yeah, it's like a bunch of little rings made out of coconut
0: shells. Mm. Yeah, I'm curious to see what she'll bring me because she asked me what I wanted and I told her bones.
1: Yeah, yeah she showed me what she got
0: here. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, now I'm excited. Yeah. Cool. You want bones from California too? I already told you that. I thought you were going to get me a skull from the woods. Please do.
1: A kid I know put a skull of just something he found on the side of the road on his dash and like kept it there for like 10 months I'm like, you're gonna get sick.
0: He doesn't you, know what it's gonna be. Yeah, clean yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bleach that was, it. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like, no, I just it. found it. And I
1: was like, that's disgusting. I was like, <laughs> I think you put it in like bleach and water. Like, yeah. Just let it soak. Like mm-hmm. one to three. I've three seen those power washing that. videos of like the, like Texas Longhorns. Lawn yeah. 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 I really want to see
0: this other cat she's not going to come out for you so you, you should just douse those no, hopes no. right now
2: no. there is one way There. okay
0: so do you want the one way you can get her to come out There's and it may way. or may it's not awesome. work
1: it doesn't make for good podcasting
0: but it's fine it's fine. so if you want uh, me and Bill are not going to move right now <laughs> you can walk over to this closet and be careful of the mic stand yeah. the like door I'm might I don't know how that's going to work for you in there is the toy you gave them for Christmas, giant pile which is the stick on a feather. It should be to your right, and go ahead and make a bunch of noise with that as you take it out and close the door. And then if you walk over there, she'll probably come out from under that chair to your right. Just like In the corner with the globe, pieces. yeah. yeah.
1: Have you met her, Adam? I think I hear her moving around
0: already. Yeah, you should come over here. Don't make it easy for her. <laughs> Hi, be? Oh, she like, oh, like, just you. woke up. Look at her little face. Hi, sweet girl. But that's like a sheer fire way to get her. Yeah, you should just going to have
2: to give
1: her a second. Play around with it. Don't even put it right in front of her. Just make it dance around and she'll, she'll come for it. Play with Ripley. She gets jealous. She yeah. plays with Ripley.
0: I don't leave it out because she ends up tying it around herself. Somehow, like a magician. Um but yeah. What are we making? Excited to have you on the podcast! Oh, thanks. Excited to be here. Oh good, you should oh. be. It's gonna be a good time. What oh, is it? So we're gonna make rosemary garlic focaccia bread. Focaccia. So like it's the I don't I wish I had a better picture of it so that you know what I mean. It's
1: almost like twisty bread, but it's rectangular. It no, like rectangular. No,
0: it's not twisty here. I'll show you a different picture of focaccia. And then you'll be like, oh, that kind of bread.
1: I said focaccia. We're going to make this real guy like focaccia bread.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: But it, we don't have a round pan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's going to be square. Yeah. Um, but those dimpled dots are come from us sticking our fingers and poking holes in it. Um, so, yeah. It's always been a little clunky when I go to start the podcast because mm-hmm. I don't really know how to introduce people. So I've basically just been diving in. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Um...
1: What are we talking about?
0: A whole bunch of things, but all things that you, you, you know, um, it's you're an expert on you, so it's all questions about you and your experience and what you think about things and stuff and life. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, so uh, let me open the episode by saying, welcome to the Mixbed Podcast and today my guest is probably one of the people i've known the longest of my life probably. uh and if there were anyone in the world i were to have uh, be able to develop a telepathic ability to communicate with it's this guy my younger brother adam
1: oh hi <laughs> i
0: hey, like hey. to do the like the like. <sighs> people of the podcast <sighs>
1: Love yeah, the internet loves it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sure it <laughs> it up. Um, so yeah, happy to have you here. Thanks
1: for having me. I'm
0: glad you decided to partake. Yeah. It is a fun time and we'll get to eat bread at the end.
1: Oh, that's mainly why I came.
0: Have you ever That's mainly why I came. I <laughs> haven't <laughs> had good bread in a while and some fresh good bread. Um, far too long. I'm gonna I'm gonna crack a beer too, actually. So How about you? Ugh. Oh Jesus, mm-hmm. um, friendly. have you, well the clinks and clacks are just what yeah. makes it, it's
1: uh, it's like Charming. AMSR? Uh, A- ASMR? ASMR? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, have you ever made bread? Uh,
1: I've made types of bread, but not like regular bread, like I've, I've made raisin bread at work. I make, um, I've made like, uh, dessert type breads, you know, for like cakes and things like that. Or, the... those types of baked goods. I've made a a, 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 it's like a cappuccino kind of crumble bread.
0: Oh, uh, yum. Eggnog.
1: Yeah, we made that before, but nothing like go to fashion.
0: Bread bread. Bread <laughs> bread, yeah. <laughs> um I've, I've realized that uh, I hate yeast Recipes, Mm -hmm. but this one's a yeast recipe so but it should be fine. Um, It's a little on the longer side We're gonna have to make the dough and then let it sit for an hour But Mm -hmm. we'll have some things to chat about while it rises and then we'll do the other stuff So I'm gonna put you to work since you're a cook uh, by trade Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I'm gonna start with you doing I've got two cutting boards here, but uh, this one's just for you to use the stuff in here, and then it can be removed, and then this will be the floured surface okay. for us to do bread stuff on. Okay. Um, so this recipe, you're gonna wash your hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, that's good. Uh... Technique. Technique. Yeah, yeah. Technique. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a too Just though. end up cutting stuff out anyways.
1: Um, oh, here, I was thinking this is a live thing. Really? Yeah, I thought you were doing this live for a while.
0: Oh, shit. No, that would be intense.
1: That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, easy <laughs> to just hop into it like that? Hi! Oh, no, no, no. Oh, See, that and that's why I,
0: I feel like a lot of people have been apprehensive about wanting to come on, and it's because they don't know what it is. a lot of podcasts is. are
1: like that. A lot of podcasts are live first, and then just, like, broadcast or reposted, you know?
0: Yeah. Um... So for this, we're gonna need um, some minced garlic. So there are two cloves of garlic in there Mm -hmm. for you to mince up. I got a knife for you right here. I know you know knife safety. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not worried about that. Also, the thyme and rosemary that are in that bowl, if you could um, chop those up as well. But it's all all measured out, so everything in that bowl and then the two um, cloves of garlic, yeah. Um so for this rosemary garlic focaccia oh. bread basically we start by infusing olive oil with the garlic thyme and rosemary mm-hmm. so after you mince that up we're going to heat up a skillet with oil and throw a little black pepper and the garlic and thyme and rosemary okay, we'll in there and then um and then let it sit or simmer become aromatic mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll get the water and the yeast and feed the yeast some some honey and then uh,
1: feed the yeast some honey.
0: Yeah, we're gonna feed the yeast some honey. My
1: skin was giving me some trouble. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Please don't cut yourself in my kitchen. Oh, I, won't. I won't be able to explain. That'd be it to super mom embarrassing if I haven't cut
1: myself at work, but I cut myself at my sister's kitchen. Yeah. To... Yeah. It's the audience. That's what does it. It makes me nervous. You
0: guys stop making him nervous. <laughs> um, yeah so then we'll we'll get warm water and yeast and honey going and then we'll combine all of the things with some flour and in the end we'll have bread uh-huh. so
1: simple mm. put it like that
0: yeah half of the infused oil mixture gets mixed in with the uh, flour to make the dough mm-hmm. and then the last half of the mixture gets poured over the top before it goes in the oven mm-hmm. and hopefully it's Delicious, yeah. I mean, okay. I've never made focaccia bread, but it's supposed to be like crunchy on the outside and soft it's on the doughy. inside, yeah. Oh, and then the dimple, we, we stick our finger in there and like make a, a bunch of pockets. holes and air pockets for the oil to soak into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be good.
1: Sounds good. The scarlet already smells good.
0: Um, so while you do that and prep that, I need to be prepping something else I already forgot about. Mm-hmm. Oh, warm water, yeast, and honey. Yeah, we're gonna let want that it right go. In the bowl? um no so if you could do your stuff your in the little one mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then uh, the big do. one's gonna be for flour and yeah. making the actual dodo um yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 so my one and only brother mm-hmm. my one and only younger brother you realize you are the last of the 90s babies
1: Yeah oh yeah I have that argument with people all the time when they try to tell me I'm not a 90s baby and I say I am but I'm the cheapest kind of 90s baby wait people
0: try to tell you were born in 1999
1: yeah and a lot of people feel like if you if you haven't like any kind of you know like cognitive memory of of your childhood then you shouldn't be considered that kind of baby you know Cause I'm right behind the people who are like '98s, '97s. Can make that a little finer. <sighs> yes, I can. Sorry
0: to be picky, um, <laughs> but yeah, if you're so they're saying like you didn't have time to be aware mm-hmm. of, the 90s of the '90s because yeah, by the you time just you were grew aware, up in it was the, the 2000s. 2000s. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> was, was frustrating. No, but I, no, think, I think you baby. count. Yeah, I mean, I was raised like a '90s baby, if not an '80s baby, but. I'm basing that purely just off of music choice that our dad has given us.
0: Well, and I think that you were also raised because like you didn't get a cell phone for a really long time. No, and I bought my first
1: track phone. Is that good? A little
0: more? Yeah. uh, Maybe a little bit more. And then, and then you're good. There's a little more pass through and then that should be good. Yeah, because I remember, well, cell phones weren't a thing when I was growing up, and you're seven years younger than me, Mm -hmm. so... By the time yeah, I was in high school, people had flip phones.
1: Our dad had a BlackBerry when he was doing his recruiting stuff. Yeah, Thought he had a BlackBerry cooler.
0: for work, and mm-hmm. we were like, Whoa! You get to take that it. home with you. Yeah. <laughs> and it had the little tra- the tracer ball mm-hmm, thing in mm-hmm. the middle. Yeah, yep. That was like a physical ball that I you remember had to when roll we went out to
1: dinner, and he showed us that. And it was I think we went to Teresa's. Yeah. He was bragging about it. Now he gets iPads from work.
0: Well. You know, such as the change, times, yeah. yeah. So you, but do you remember being a ninety? so being a 90s baby, what's that? Do you remember dial-up yeah. internet? Yes. Because you Cause and I were we still sharing had the, the same, same computer. stuff, yeah, yeah, we
1: still had the same things because our parents, uh, they, they just refused to update until they have to.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, example, like the Verizon flip phones that they had until they would literally just didn't have any more cell towers that could work with them distracted by the cats
0: she's over she's over behind the she's like i got these shelves that are supposed to look like plants but there's no studs in any oh, of the walls right there, work. I see moving. so she's yeah. hidden by in that little bush if she didn't move i wouldn't have seen it yeah <laughs> oh
2: wow but yeah. they're
0: playing so you'll probably hear some ambient sounds of cats roaming around um but yeah i was actually i was thinking about that today <laughs> I was thinking about a couple of things because I was listening to this other video where they were talking about um, sort of stupid things you did as a kid that were entertaining Mm -hmm. like um, like the game bloody knuckles Mm -hmm. like there was an age at which we all just thought it was entertaining to to punch each each other's fists as hard as we could yeah yeah oh yeah or like flipping your eyelids inside out do you remember that?
1: I I mean I didn't do it. I just knew people who did, and I felt like <laughs> that was more of like a special talent, like being like have being double jointed or something. You yeah. Know? But like yeah. I I don't remember anyone like walking around being like, can you do it? And I, I, even, even if they did, I'd probably be like, no, and I don't want to try. Yeah. I just not. remember
0: pe- people being like, what you can do what? And then like the collective, ew. Yeah. 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 Percent. <laughs> Flipping your eyelids, yeah. Do you remember what dial-up sounded like? Like, the sound?
1: From the computer? Like, or if you were the... to pick up
0: the phone when the internet was there.
1: Are you t- Like our old rotary phone that we had? Or well, like... the,
0: it, it wasn't a rotary, rotary phone, phone, it was and a, like the one we still a landline. Yeah, How mean, ancient. Mm. <laughs> How I arcane. mean, when that was
1: our main phone, you know? like yeah. When people still used home phones and... Like, oh, yeah. Like,
0: when you had to actually talk to your friend's parents if you wanted to talk to, to tag, your friends. Yeah,
1: you'd have to call the house and be like, Hey, I'm calling hey, Johnny. Hey, is Billy home? Yeah. And can was,
0: I talk to him?
1: him he was, he was like, yeah, but we're leaving soon, so make it quick. So,
0: yeah, some people would be, some people's parents were cool, and they would just make it as painless as possible. Other, other ones,
1: like, I could feel them on the other side of the phone being like, you're not hanging out
0: with your friends today. Yeah. And then just, <laughs> just handing the phone
1: over, and then being like, you can tell them that you're busy, you're going to church or something like that. Yeah. Because that was one of the things, that was one of the big ones, because growing up, because we went to PMA, And so, a lot of the people that we knew- A Catholic middle in
0: elementary school.
1: A lot of the people that we knew growing up were like, I mean, I knew anyway, a lot of my friends' families were very, like, cat devout catholics who went to church every sunday a couple of them were altar boys so like that was a regular reason that we couldn't hang out
0: was church yeah was yeah like
1: i gotta go to church and we're just like why do you go to church on like a tuesday <laughs> They're like an <laughs> altar boy they're like oh you're not going to church you're in the service they're like yeah like, oh that sucks
0: like oh man yeah. you're like part of the system yeah yeah holy shit
1: doesn't even get to drink any of the wine though that was our first question.
0: I don't think it was good wine anyway. Everybody everybody's else's lips on it.
1: Yeah, I wonder when they clean that cup. Who cleans the cup? Who cleans the chest? Probably the altar boys. If I mean, not think they actually do it. You watch the priest do it after, but it's just like a wipe with Quick a Quick wipe, wipe with the cloth. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's a Clorox wipe or anything. I don't think that's serve safe. <laughs> from all the courses I've taken.
0: Yeah, serve safe. Oh, mm-hmm. look at you. Mm-hmm. Surf safe certified Mm -hmm. that means that you you got healthy clean cooking Mm -hmm. if if you're if you're involved yeah I need how much warm water do I need oh one cup and then one packet of yeast and then eyeball a quarter teaspoon of honey right Right? Yeah. That's what the instructions uh, say. So I don't know, you printed them out. Yes. Yes, that's what they say. All right, please excuse the running water momentarily. to get it warm. One cup. One cup of warm water. Yes. One packet of dry active yeast. Yeast is such a weird animal. Yeast? Yeah. It makes you sit up. It's like I don't know. So I'm gonna put the honey in here, and it's gonna do some weird. It's gonna eat.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like seeing. Yeah. It's like seeing, like in Pirates of Caribbean, those like uh, that sea life. The crustaceans are like the porous sponges, going in, sucking in like that. The sea cucumbers and stuff oh, like that. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 I hate. I hate it. I can't stand it.
0: So I say eyeball a quarter teaspoon because that's what a half a teaspoon is, so why would I measure out a quarter of a teaspoon?
1: Yeah, just fill half of that.
0: Well, I mean, like, it's like a squirt, you know?
1: Yeah, I guess so. If it's too sweet, it's on you.
0: Oh. That would be too bad. Asked for savory bread. I know, you did ask for savory. (laughs) Well, gosh darn it, it's my podcast, okay? (laughs) Okay. Do I s- oh I do stir and then let us sit for five minutes. So let's stir this puppy. Get that. Ye- oh look, it's already eating. Yum. Gross. Delicious. So weird. I don't understand the science.
1: The chemical reactions. Yeah. It wouldn't be an alchemist back in the day. I'll tell you that right now.
0: You would have. No, you wouldn't. Oh no. I think you. I think that was early chemists who yeah, were alchemists. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Court wizards and whatnot making fireworks.
0: Aw, shit, the oven's preheated. So did you, everything's all chopped up? Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So, um, I need five minutes on the timer for this thing to eat. Put this here, get rid of this here. And then we're gonna heat this pan with a half, a cup of extra virgin olive oil, and then we're gonna toss in all of the yummy, aromatic stuff that you just chopped. So, half a cup, got it, extra virgin olive oil, Ah! got it. Checking the time for five minutes. All right, 7.30 is when this yeast will be done eating. So, how do we wanna do this? All at once, probably. measure out half cup extra virgin olive oil um so being a 90s baby I think is something that is going to be misunderstood later in history because the transition period that we ended up having to live in between the rise of the internet and of wireless (laughs) and climbing rocks and trees and playing with like yeah, it's marbles. like one week, it's like one
1: week, everybody just stopped going outside as often. Yeah. And, and stopped like seeing each other and doing those types of things. Cause I remember like running around and going places where I shouldn't, like through like backyards and tree lines just to like mess around outside cause we were bored. And then I'm, uh, a year or two goes by and then the average time that you have with your friends is more or less just sitting in a room and playing a video game for three, three or four hours. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And then being like, oh, well, that was fun. And then just going home, texting each other on Facebook or messaging each other on Facebook or something like that.
0: Because we started out being like, like you get off the bus, you finish your homework, you go hang out with your friends, and your parents would say, come in when the street lights turn on. Yeah. And that would be your timer.
1: Mm-hmm, that would be...
0: And if and if you weren't there, then your parents got in their car and they were driving around the neighborhood shouting your name out the window looking for you. Yeah. I don't think that happens anymore. <laughs> no, it
1: doesn't because nobody well nobody has anywhere to go to do things outside. They'd rather just stay inside and they have all the And their parents are hassling them to come
0: back home on their cell phones yeah. and not actually because I, I because still don't have to go out. Vis- remember like the, the actual fear. feeling of fear when like you you're hanging with your friends and then you hear like in the distance like, Kyla!
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, oh god, was that my dad? Mm-hmm. Kyla! And I'm like, From oh, the sh- of the street. shit! And yep. then you look down the street mm-hmm. <laughs> and just standing them. in the
1: front yard you know, Yeah. walking down the front of the hill.
0: Or they were talking to the parents of mm-hmm. the people you're hanging out with and you're they're both side. like yeah, under a tree in the woods somewhere. We've been yeah. trying
1: to get in touch with them forever. I just told them to be home. I told Yeah, <laughs> I told you to be home. home. But yeah, no, I've been seeing a lot... Of, uh, talking about that a lot with people at work too um, about how it's like a different time I've been hearing and reading that in a couple of different like from comedians and things like that saying that the times are different and that we've never humans have never lived in this kind of exposure before with just constant 24-hour news on several different platforms all of which for the most part is bad and just being constantly, you know, bombarded with it on a day-to-day yeah. basis. Like you check your phone, this is going on that's terrible, or this is going on that's not going on to like that's not happening to you. Yeah. And the it...
0: like. <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely being flooded with um with content. And a lot of it's negative content. Yep. It's not positive content. <laughs> oh Ch- look at that. Look at that. Don't touch it. Oh, why'd you touch it? Oh, it was eating so happily. Why did you do that? Because I want it to suffer. I don't like yeast. Oh, uh, you want our bread to suffer.
1: It'll be fine. A little activity for a little energy. Let, yeah,
0: let it, let it do it. Don't do that no, again. One let it do no, its one thing. Minute.
1: That was one minute premature <laughs> shake.
0: Let it do its thing, goddammit. So we're going to let this oil like heat up a little on low. And then for once it starts to get aromatic, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is a technical term, as the recipe states, Um, then we'll, then we'll start mixing things in together. And it's crazy how little there is in this recipe because, so you've chopped the
1: main ingredients, the thyme and rosemary. Yeah.
0: And the, and the oil. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the yeast and then the honey feeds the yeast. So that's still just for the yeast. And then we'll add flour and that's it. Yeah. Poke the the holes, there's there's a little bit of sea salt we can put on the top, but for the most part that's all of the. How ingredients. long does it bake? It bakes for t- 15 to 20 minutes. That's so the bad. rising time is what really like yeah. takes the most time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so once we've once we've let the yeast sit and like eat for a little like maybe two more minutes, then we'll start adding flour and the infused oil mixture um, to get a nice dough, and we're gonna um, knead that for like. Like, have you ever kneaded dough? Mm-hmm. Like pizza, you made pizza crust or words. Yes. Okay. Yes, cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Podcast. Can't see it on. Yep. 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 Um, so yeah, cool. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll knead it ten to fifteen times, like very, very little, mm-hmm. and then um, transfer it into a bowl to let it sit for an hour, and then we'll put it into a pan and let it sit in the pan for about twenty minutes after we poked all our holes in it. Mm-hmm. And you know, then we'll
1: poking the holes in it in the pan.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll flatten it out into the pan, and then pop, 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 and then we'll uh, let it rise a little bit. Pour the rest of the oil on top, and then it bakes for fifteen to twenty, which is a good short amount of time. Yeah, that's not too long. Um, I the rising time is like my least favorite thing, mm-hmm. but it gives us time to talk about stuff. Oh, yeah. That's so, what are for. yeah, it's a podcast for. I'm gonna keep stirring this so that it doesn't like get bad probably need to heat it up a little more yeah so is there anything I wanted to ask you there's a lot about your childhood I want to talk to you about but mm-hmm. like in the briefest um like the, we, you can come back for other episodes we oh, can dive yeah, into sure. different yeah, things because yeah, yeah. I'd love to know what it was like to have me for a big sister mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff but um for today uh, I wanted to talk to you about um, like child your childhood experiences with um, sports. Oh. Because I know that was a big part of and I went to a lot of your football games yeah. and like your when you were playing baseball I was mm-hmm. I, re- I just remember all the places you could go buy snacks when my brother was playing sports yep.
2: <laughs> and then
1: like the wrestling ones where it was like there would be like some makeshift table set up oh somewhere. wrestling
0: they would have legit food for your wrestling things like yep. I could go get a cup of chili because they want watched be, you wrestle. because
1: those those ones took a lot longer than anything else that I did the wrestling competitions because it was like an all day thing. Because depending on how far you got or how well you did or, or how many people showed up, it you would You would, would end
0: up wrestling multiple times in mm-hmm. a day. Yeah,
1: and you would be there for like five or six hours and sometimes you would need to eat in between. They would, and it's weird, a lot of times like if you're on a winning, winning streak, they would give you like that break in between. be like, hey, you can go eat something, but your coach would be like, I hey, eat something light. Like just fill your stomach so you don't pass out from just yeah. wrestling for four or five hours and not having anything but water in you. But that was the most short-lived one.
0: Chronologically, like, where did you... Baseball.
1: Do you remember when? I remember going to the really ramshackle, kind of like... It wasn't like a kid's club, but it was where all the public schools uh, had their baseball fields. And I remember the first time that I was brought to one of those to like just sign up for the team and like meet the rest of the team i guess it was some weird social thing that we were there for like two hours just sitting around with each other yeah like while the parents did paperwork and or signed us up for what we needed or paid for all of our gear and things like that talk to the coaches yeah that's the earliest one that i have because that was back when you had your french exchange student oh yeah and i remember i came back from baseball practice when uh i met her and i wasn't aware she was going to be there when i came back and i was like because mom didn't tell me, or dad didn't tell me, whoever picked me up oh. from baseball practice, yeah. neglected to tell me that the French there exchange French students French showed up. Like, yeah. I knew she was coming, yeah. you guys told me about it, <laughs> yeah. and you were like, oh yeah, she should be coming this week, but like, at the time, I didn't really care, wow. I didn't think about it, and then wow. came home.
0: That was, okay, so yeah. that, I think I was a sophomore in, in high school. school
1: yeah, because that's when they do the exchange
0: So thing. yeah. so
1: I, seven years younger than that, that's as early as I can remember for sports.
0: i remember before that
1: before i even did sport well i mean i didn't really i did
0: basketball i did basketball at pma too i did
1: basketball at pma you didn't do
0: track they that might have been a later thing they added they just
1: made you do like that mile two mile run thing
0: where you ran around the cemetery cemetery the super
1: depressing cemetery with all the nuns that used to walk the school hallways (laughs)
0: Mm Yeah. (laughs) That was interesting motivation, having us run around the cemetery like that. Or
1: on the field days that we would have, quote unquote, where it was just like you spent a whole school day just out in that open field next to the graveyard, doing a, a variety of random physical activities with like giant beach balls or like all the cones would be set up and stuff like that. Like,
0: Where you'd have to run down like a track and and try to speed dress yourself in oh, these yeah. an oversized overalls mm-hmm. and, and a crazy then, like, straw hat run and back.
1: like it was, yeah. and
0: run back and tag your teammate and the only thing people looked forward to well i mean other than not having to go to classes that day yeah. was the giant freeze pop you got, you got at, at the end, end. yeah
1: <laughs> and then halfway through you didn't have to deal with this because you graduate again you're seven years older than me yeah. but for like the last leg of when i went there they swapped that out because of the whole health kick that the government went on so we didn't even get the good freeze pops anymore we got what? these nasty sugar-free kind of yeah like ice pops that had food coloring in them what a so it wasn't of even day. worth it yeah <laughs> so the day the day just became worthless overall and so I just lost any kind of when it came to doing physical activities at PMA, I didn't care I like basketball I didn't care because the coaches were favoreded cuz they only got the the only coach cuz technically it was a Church basketball team, yeah, because we went to a Catholic school, so we and played other, play churches. other churches. And so the <laughs> I other churches, that. so we had, they had to find parents Trinity? instead oh, yeah. of actual like basketball coaches. So we just had like students' parents, and, like students' dads. I and you say knew those names, students knew were those...
0: actually on the team too. So and yeah,
1: like... and they were all the play time and they were yeah. getting all the like attention at practice and they were getting all this <laughs> hey out, son you, know, like, you
0: want to start in the yeah, game this ex- weekend exactly
1: and it's it, and like if we were losing he'd be like all right son you go in there see what you can do about this game that we're that we're losing at but
0: meanwhile you're at the end of the bench like hey yeah. coach i haven't been in all yep. And he's like pipe down pits yep
1: and he's, <laughs> he's just like you're not over five two you're, you're not getting on the court right now there's some big kids out there got some centers that you're not gonna be getting by." But. I didn't. It, that really killed basketball for me. And then, I I mean, before I did any sports, I remember my first concussion, which I'm pretty sure was before any I did any sports. It was just climbing that uh, inflatable. Oh, slide. that was
0: definitely your first concussion. But
1: was that before I did sports? Is my thing because I remember Ooh. we went to Cape Cod. I just don't remember how I, old I was.
0: Um.
1: And I remember hitting my head on the tree branch the next day, riding the tire swing, thinking that I was invincible.
0: Yeah, that, you know what was, was, that was quite a day because, and I don't I don't remember how old you were, but I remember being in the car mm. after you had hit your head I don't and think. after mom and dad had already like determined that you'd probably had a concussion I wanted to and them talking about time. you not sleeping and me being like, I am sitting in the I, back seat next to you and my I mission going was to the do not let Adam yeah, fall asleep. I remember
1: when we went back to the whatever house we were staying in, I think it was our cousin's. And Cape Cod. Yeah. And like that room we were in, and I was just like, you can't go to sleep. And I was like, but I'm so at this point I was just but I'm so, so tired, tired. Yeah. Like, it's it's like <laughs> And it was past 30. your normal bedtime. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's eleven thirty, like it's not three o'clock in the afternoon anymore. Like I feel like I should be able to sleep. But yeah, that was it didn't stop me from doing any more physical sports.
0: So then you got out of PMA, and Mom and Dad gave you the option of which high school to go to, right? They no. uh, they asked me if I wanted to go to BG or Alvern. No,
1: they didn't ask me. But got... but they
0: you went to Alvern. So yeah, like...
1: but I also got to go to HMS for that 8th year. Of, I got to go to public school for 8th grade.
0: Wait, you left PMA in 7th?
1: Mm-hmm. Why? Because of Sister Maria.
0: Oh, shit! <laughs> I forgot about her yeah. because we were just talking about field day and I was thinking about sister Rachel, mm-hmm. who you might not remember. Because
1: She showed up like twice and was sick all the time. But well, was it that principal th- that we had? Cause we went through principals at there was, that school. There was
0: Claudette was, she was like the vice principal, the vice principal yeah. and she and she's never she's got to be there. principal. And she, she's I feel like she just there. pining for that a top job. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a, there was the first, there was the principal before Mr. Reiki, mm-hmm. who was the military guy. I don't remember.
1: Um, I remember Mr. Reiki,
0: though. So so before Mr. Reiki, there was Sister Rachel, and she was the best principal ever. She was, like, the coolest nun I had ever met. And during field day, like, she would always show up and surprise everybody. And, like, we, I mean, we would all look for her, but she would literally surprise us. She'd come out of nowhere mm-hmm. with a huge super soaker, and it didn't matter if you wanted to get wet that day or not. Like, she was just, like messing people yeah, up on yeah, field day yeah. and then Lee and then like going to mess other people up and it she was really funny and and, and nice but when she ended up leaving well, we had a
1: downward spiral from that. Well
0: we had Mr. Reiki and he was nice but he was a military man taking over a Catholic school so, yeah. and then that didn't last
1: very long and then there was
0: maria
1: there was one between mr reiki and sister maria and it was that, and that I was she, she got about. sick she, and
0: left like she
1: got sick and was the te- she was the named principal of our school for at least three months and was there i had never seen her face i didn't see her one time <laughs> I but i knew that she no but i knew that she was a new principal because everyone was talking about it all teachers were telling us like yeah we have a new principal so the other thing, I remember the ladies in the office, the office ladies in that corner room. Mm-hmm, Finuff. Yep, yeah, Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, were telling us uh, how we have a new sister who's our principal and that we all should be acting right and this, that, and the other thing. And I just had never seen her since they'd mentioned her. And then a couple months later, we found out that she was just super sick and couldn't be a principal anymore, and I was like, well, how do you not know that before you
0: Before you take the job Because she be really didn't come did through
1: the building. she did once, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. But yeah, I ended up going to public school after seventh grade because I couldn't take because
0: it. Sister Maria was like a tyrant.
1: Because mm-hmm. after my, my, after my best friend Nick left halfway through seventh grade he couldn't even make it through the end of the year
0: oh i forgot about that mm-hmm. we yeah. were just her
1: favorite students
0: she just hated us. she had it out for and, you guys
1: because well, we enjoyed our each other's company too much <laughs>
0: You did. we laughed
1: age. way too much yeah, and that just just made everyone upset because we also questioned everything in religion class which just just made them spiteful towards uh, us
0: does that smell aromatic to you yet no maybe a little bit more time i feel like the garlic's not not there yet
1: Oh, it, it just, I feel, if you want to do it a little longer, I mean, that would be fine, I imagine, yeah. but if you want to do it longer.
0: Just like another minute or so. So um, our yeast is fully fed. Mm. We're, we're going to add one cup of, of flour to this bowl with the yeast in it and then ha- like uh, half of the oil mixture we just made.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we're going to mix it all together and let it sit for five minutes and then we'll start adding. So don't um, shake it. So what?
1: So don't shake it like I did before?
0: Well, <laughs> I don't know that that matters. <laughs> um, wow. aromatics.
1: About a cup of flour.
0: Yeah, cup of flour. And then we'll do a quarter, which is basically half of this. If not more. Am I doing this now? Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. And then I'll Do you have a spoon uh,
1: for me to, to fold it in or?
0: Um, no, I would, I would dump that whole cup in there. And then, uh, yeah, nice, nicely done, beautifully spread out, cool. And then I'm just gonna scoop. There. All right, here is a spoon. You can use the wood one. We'll let the rest of this sit and cool because it'll go on the top later. So that's just gonna get nice and um, mixed together, and then once all of the, uh, w- once it seems like a pretty consistent consistency, <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, we're gonna let it sit for five minutes just to sort of uh, menage a little mm-hmm. with the flavors mm-hmm. and the the, mm-hmm. the stuff, you know. <clears throat> and then we'll start making our dough, so we can finally let it sit for an hour. <laughs> So since we're talking about being younger and like, oh, uh, let me, I want to, I want to finish your, your, your sports career out a little bit. So you went to Alver and you went to, well, you went to HMS. Did you do any sports in your eighth grade transition? I I
1: played football from like fourth grade to eighth grade. And I skipped out after fifth grade. That was in the year I didn't play, but I played bears football throughout that whole time and that had nothing to do with pma so that was just the hudson lich bears oh right so we just had the um, i
0: remember going to those games and like the i remember the concession stands mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but i also remember that one time that kid got taken off the field
1: yeah because he got double teamed by some kids on our team
2: that yeah
0: yeah yeah I yeah I, I just uh, yeah it's so it's a very uh, somber moment when all the people and parents on a football field are like quiet on the sidelines as an ambulance drives over the turf.
1: It's really messed up because on our sideline it, and like I, I could say this to this day because it's just honest. None of us we were all kind of like it was more like anger on our side of the field. Like it it was weird. It was a weird kind of and like looking back on it, it's kind it's it's really bad. Like how this whole team of like twelve. Uh, 11 12 13 year old kids are all just like yeah fuck that kid <laughs> 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 he got because like, like i remember who did it with two of my friends ended up doing this to the kid because they, they just one took his legs the other one took the top from two different angles because my yeah. buddy was a safety the other one was a corner and he was just in a bad spot got, flattened out, got flattened out midair because and that kid in particular had just been causing problems with other players on our team like after the whistle had blown and all that other stuff, oh, and yeah. a couple of our defense players just had enough of it, and none of us felt bad from on the sideline. And like to this day, I could ask anybody who remembers that game, and we'll all just be like, "Yeah, we remember that fucking kid. What about it?" And yeah. Like, and it's and it's it's really messed up because that kid did get taken off the field in an ambulance, yeah. and that's one of the only times I can remember that happening. That happening. Yeah. And like and even in like the high school games that I've been to, because like I stopped playing after like my third or fourth concussion, mm-hmm. um, I stopped playing contact sports. So. But, yeah, it it it's it's, it's a good sport. <laughs> Fuck that kid. It's a yeah, it's a fu- it's a fun sport. But I feel like it gives a, a really weird mentality if it's not done right. Because I also remember like in our last year, eighth grade, Bedford was like is was like our arch nemesis, like just yeah. the, the, that that team because they were to us they were the rich kids who 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 had the best equipment. They had the best training area. They had all this yeah. stuff, and they also had tryouts. For their team which were technically like illegal in our league because yeah. it's like anybody, who signs anybody up can, sign can play up, yeah. but they had the excuse that they had so many kids signing up that they had to vet the ones that were worth having on the team so they had a bunch of these like kids who were like five eight five nine pushing 130 pounds <laughs> oh like God. playing a bunch of little kids yeah and like they were playing ruthlessly like they'd be yeah. slaughtering us in a game and we would all just like be like okay never mind i remember one play our whole defense just Went to the end zone, or like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna score, score. There's like three minutes left in the game, yeah. and their entire offensive line like decked three of our linemen, yeah. like, and our coach lost his shit. Like I remember, it, it, he he just started stomping out on the field. He was cussing out all the refs. He was looking at the coach on the other side, and he's like, "You want to fucking go?" Like it was a yeah. bad end yeah. to our season and like our dynasty for, <laughs> for, for for our team for all the friends that I grew up with. But we all look back on it fondly, That's like all good. the practices and stuff. Yeah, all the little fights we had, all the like parent drama that would pop up at, pr- at practice and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, well, cause you you would get some very overzealous parents on the sidelines of those Who, games, if,
1: especially if they thought that their kid was supposed to be doing better, and they would blame it on the coaches and the way the coaches put them in the game. Like yeah. I just I remember this one mom every practice is just like why why don't you have him why don't why don't you have him in safety he'd be amazing safety and it's like well because we don't we don't need him in safety. And yeah, because like, <laughs> we
0: don't because we've got somebody in that it position. It's
1: just like I feel like you should let me go back to coaching my team right now. Like, yeah. I don't want you calling me over from from my practice before like playoffs to come tell me that you don't like where I'm putting your son in the lineup. Yeah, and like so, a lot of parents like that I, lot, went through a lot of coaches too.
0: I really liked going to your football games. It was one of the like. <laughs> One of my earliest Facebook posts when I made a Facebook was when I was going like headed to, to Adam's football game. Probably do homework after. <laughs> <laughs> that's my exciting day. Yeah. That's from me well, you. that's how that's how Facebook opened. People forget that you like had to. You, there weren't even likes on Facebook. Yeah. You had to Just become a fan um, yeah. of something if and you, then, and then like,
1: and then you could like things that they did after you became justify. a fan. Yeah. yeah. Justify that you like that person. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, uh, it's crazy, because when you think back to then, it's more of like, it's, it's, the sports that we did on the weekends, like when we, had, we were to go do that, like that was our lives. Like I remember we was just like, oh, this week we got three more practices, so just like, oh, can't wait for, oh, jeez, my eye, <laughs> practice next weekend or next summer and things like that.
0: You got summer Summer or... was the
1: break, I think it's just an eyelash. Mm. Fell through.
0: <laughs> um, buh, 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 buh. all right so it's been about five minutes we've let that mixture sit so we're gonna stir the remaining one and a half cups of flour in there with um half a teaspoon of salt so i this half a cup has oil in it so i'm just gonna give you this one that's dry mm. and then uh we'll start combining that and then get a nice dough that we can start kneading out, which should be good. So is there going to be enough flour? Yeah. Okay, good. I was worried a little bit There's about that. There's still a bunch in here. Okay, cool. That's not a full cup. Yeah. No yeah. Just... <laughs> uh, and then salt. So one teaspoon, mm-hmm. half a teaspoon of salt. Come on, Kayla. Get together. You're going to
1: be listening to this podcast right here. We go. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Both right now.
0: Uh, hold on one second. Let me do the salt and then, um, we'll do the half a cup and then we'll do another, we'll do it in three, three bursts here so it doesn't get too dry. Half a teaspoon of salt. Boom. So you went to Alvern and you did, you were on the Alvern football team at one no. point, right? No, no, you never played it for Alvern football?
1: No, mom and dad wouldn't let me in. Our doctor said that I need, would need to have her sign off. because of
0: But you went to Alvern and you were able to start wrestling. wrestling.
1: And that's when I messed up my knee and had to wear that cast. I tore my uh, MCO, not my ACO, my MCO.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I had to wear that cast uh, for the rest of that season. I, I wrestled for a good like year and a half, freshman year I wrestled wrestled into sophomore year then I hurt my knee and then i missed enough practices to the point where the coach was just being a dick about it you <laughs> just like what's, what's your problem piss and I was like I, I'm in a cast yeah like, I, I, can't, I don't know about you I, I, coach I, I don't but know, like I, it would be cool if you could teach me how to wrestle in a cast but I don't think my doctor would want me trying and honestly I feel like it's like the end of the season anyway like it wasn't that big of a deal and so after that I kind of just teetered off from Alvern sports, anyway, and focus more on doing gymnastics with Dad.
0: Well, so you got another concussion, and was that the result of getting jumped?
1: No, I didn't get a concussion from getting punched in the back of the head like that. Because, <laughs> uh, honestly, that wasn't even a big of a like physical thing for me that was more of just like a mental like what the fuck is going on yeah and then just for the rest of the week that shock of just being unaware of like the circumstances of that yeah because again that kid just like the problems that that led up to that were just super vague and super all over the place one-sided
0: i don't even remember what the conflict was i just i i i thought the timeline of you stopping playing sports had to do with I thought that they, they sort of coincided. That I thought that that was where you got your last concussion.
1: No, but it, after I got my last concussion was when I slipped on those concrete steps.
0: Oh, motherfucker. At that mm-hmm. jackass. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. In
1: the winter, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: On that black ice and then hit the corner of the granite yep. steps, the rough granite steps. They weren't even the smooth type, they were the ones that had the.
0: The edges grout, and corners. Yeah, yeah and,
1: I, and I was coming inside to tell you that we were ready to go. Yeah. And I came inside crying. <laughs> yeah. Ready to tell you that we were ready to go, and uh, I remember that was probably the scariest injury I've ever had because I thought I was going to die when we came back when you when you guys brought me back to the house and I was sitting there and we were trying to find a place that we could take me because I don't remember what the reason was but it was just it we, was because
0: the it was because your head was bleeding.
1: It was yeah. It was so scary.
0: I I freaked out because. You came in and you were upset, and then I looked at the back of your head and I saw blood, yeah. and I was like, "Okay, I what didn't are we gonna go. do here?" Because
1: it just hurt so bad, I yeah. felt like I split my head open. Yeah, I just had a, I just had a dent or a bump the size of a quarter on my head. Yeah, but I remember the pain. It's like it was like somebody was putting like a metal rod in the back of my skull.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. but when we got you to the doctor, they you know they said that you were you were gonna be okay. Just like that was pretty much the last straw. You couldn't play sports after Mm -hmm, that.
2: mm
1: -hmm. Well, I mean, unless I put serious danger to myself. Yeah, having serious brain trauma. Yeah, the amount that I've had already, they were just like, this is really lucky that you did so well. Like, no, seriously, you're spaced out too. So that earlier one,
0: when you were young and you you were going down the the inflatable slide I didn't make
1: it i got
2: pushed off
0: this oh i rem- i vividly remember it because i was a very protective older sister and we're at this street fair mm-hmm. and i'm standing at the end of the slide like with mom and dad just as ready to like take a picture of you going down all happy and excited mm-hmm. and you're just getting yourself situated up there when this jackass kid Comes up and literally just shoved you down, yeah, and you went right head first,
1: way, like right off the back. And there was just, going like five it, miles an like, hour. You out, had just, to climb a steep, just a straight up to get to the top of the slide, so there wasn't like anything for me to land
2: on.
0: And you picked up speed. He he would pushed you, and you went head first, and you picked up speed down that little those little plastic Steps, fucking things, and, like and then you holes. shot down, and they didn't have like a a mat or anything that the blow-up slide was on so you came straight down on asphalt mm-hmm. and I In remember lot, I yeah. remember watching your head hit and me and mom and dad were just so panicked yeah. and then we got back to the house and you seemed fine and then you went on the fucking tire it was switch. the next day it yeah. was the
1: next day we went on the t- I went on I was like Be I careful. went on the yard and I was just excited to that I felt fine but, yeah you know, I was just Excited to be alive, I guess? I didn't understand (laughs) the severity of the situation when I first hit my head, but I understood that, like, it hurt, and, like, I got through it, and so the next day I was just excited to go out and play, and I went on the tire swing, and I overestimated how short I was, and I poked my head out from underneath one side of the tire swing, and just caught the edge of the branch on a back swing.
0: The trunk of the tree. You, like, hit your head on the trunk of the tree.
1: I was leaning back, yeah.
0: And I remember, like, thinking when you were going out there, like, be careful. Be and you're, I will be. I, I will remember be careful. He, yeah, huh, you,
1: you said it. You yelled it, You said, be <laughs> careful of your head. Don't hurt your head.
0: Yeah. Don't hit your head. And then you came, you, and then you fucking minutes later. hit your head. Well, I mean, because,
1: yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, you always find me when I hurt myself with stuff like that, too, because I remember when I was biking, and I just ran into that thorn bush that was coming out the side of the street. And I thought I was going to die again there cuz I just had so many cuts on going up my arm and shoulder. Yeah. I thought I was going to be looking all scarred up.
0: Oh, I remember that.
1: Yeah. It was bad. I that was a lot.
0: And mom and dad weren't We're home. home. Yeah. So you came in and your arm is covered just in covered blood. covered
1: in blood, scratches and thorns. And
0: you're hysterical.
1: Yeah. In my mind I was just about to break through some bushes on the side of the road that were just like kind of creeping out the woods and then as as soon as i got into them
0: natural barbed wire yeah it
1: just (laughs) caught my shirt my clothes the bike kept going and it just uh, do
0: you remember what i did
1: yeah you made me laugh and then gave me a bunch of band-aids with neosporin i
0: i remember i remember bringing i brought you into the bathroom and you were so upset and i was like i was like oh oh it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine and then i like I like turned your head away from your arm, and I started saying other things like, "Man, we're probably gonna have to yeah, amputate. amputate this."
1: Yeah, the sarcasm is what broke me out of it. I was just like, "Ah, yeah, I'm fine." Like, <laughs> and
0: mean, then you you laughed, stop. and I was like, "Oh no, I don't know if it's a laughing it matter. <laughs> this is pretty serious. I think we're gonna lose your arm. You're gonna have to learn how to be left-handed or something." Like I was, yeah, I was just talking. Just to make you laugh, but by the time I had you all bandaged up, you were fine. You also
1: convinced me you put me in the fridge once.
0: No, I. This I is a did. false memory you it have of my of it's me. On the internet. I it's on never. The it's now. on the internet. No, it's, it's not. Gonna, it's gonna be.
2: You see that be. And
0: people are like, "Where's the video footage?" It's, there is none. Yeah, because it didn't happen. <laughs> you have a false memory of me putting you into a refrigerator.
1: No, I. I Vividly remember being threatened. To be, I oh, be I definitely, I probably
0: threatened. Probably by when you Danny
1: definitely. was over or something like that when we were get babysat and I was just being a nudge. Do you so remember? Do Justin you remember like that hanging out.
0: That, I, that you dislocated my jaw?
1: Oh wow!
0: When Danny was oh, babysitting wow. us. Oh wow!
1: Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: it's cool. I still it still clicks.
1: Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> Oh my god. Do you
0: remember th- that is I such was a so this now? Yeah. I was so
1: panicked. And I felt so terrible. I remember I hid we under were the just bed. Playing. I remember I hid under the bed afterwards <laughs> and Danny had to come find me cuz I was just like I feel so bad because I uh yep, I kicked you. I kicked you in the jaw and mm-hmm. we were bouncing around on the couch and I was like ha <laughs> <laughs> ha <laughs> <laughs> And then your mouth just locked you <laughs>
0: And I couldn't close oh, I couldn't close oh my no. mouth. And it was like probably the scariest couple seconds of my life. Well, maybe a minute or so because you, Danny you had to come back. over and be like, It's okay, you're gonna be okay. Yeah. And I just had to like sort yeah. of click it back. back. Yep. It, but it hurt for a while afterwards. It was just very scary to not be able to Did close you your to mouth. Doctor about that? No, I never told anybody about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I told mom and dad about and you that. Still
1: have really? Because I oh wow. That's that's a memory.
0: I wonder if Danny told them. I mean, after we went to bed, maybe he told them when they came Showed home. Showed up, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't see how that could backfire on them.
0: So we're going to knead this and then have it sit. So let's. Uh, we're going to pull it out here. Is this is enough? That's a flowered surface. This is sticky. It also doesn't look like that much.
1: I'm sure when it rises, it'll fill out the pan some more.
0: So I'm gonna let you do the kneading, since you're the the experienced expert here. Wow, yeah, man, we were just having it was it was all fun and games until yep. my brother dislocated my jaw. <laughs> and I've done a
1: lot of like thinking back throughout my life. I've done that a lot to people, like on s- several different occasions where, like, we are just having a good time messing about, and I actually hurt them.
0: Well, so... <laughs> Jumping around on er-
1: trampoline, I've, I've like, drop-kicked somebody in the chest by accident, made them lose their breath, and they were just like...
0: <clears throat> and even earlier memory that I have of you, and I don't know if you'll remember this or not, mm-hmm. but you and I were playing, <laughs> as, as we do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh... It was at the house in Hudson. Mm-hmm. Um, let me know if you need more flour. Um... So I was at the house in Hudson, and I don't remember why, but like you were so excited when we were playing and, or maybe you were pretending to be a monster or something, you bit my back, you were very, you were young, you were little, you bit my back so hard that it broke the skin. And so I had to go tell mom, because if somebody bites, like it, it, this yeah, your, it your yeah, spit saliva. is bad. Yeah. yeah. So you you bit me on the back so hard. And it was just like in the, the passion of the playing moment. Like yeah. you were like, I'm a monster. And like you literally bit me. And I was like, ah! and I like went up to mom and dad. And I was like, he bit me. And they were like, what? And I was like, look. And there's a bloody like yeah. mouth print on my back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't know if a you demon remember child, that, I guess. but that's I definitely why I locked you in the refrigerator. I remember, yeah. Nah,
1: <laughs> I remember. Um, I don't know what I did it with. I think it was just one of those whippy things. But I got your hair caught up in one of those. <laughs> mm. You were looking for something in the in the closet, and I came down and I was just playing with it and just absentmindedly, and I was just like. I <laughs> just put it up to the back of your head when you was had Was it one hand. of those fans? Yeah, yeah. Those, I think it was like, one of those fans. So
0: when you're going I brought to like too um, close to
1: you or something.
0: When you go to like Six Flags or like those. The amusement water bottle parks, fans Yeah, and they have those fake like fan things or whatever that spin. My hair got caught in the yep. Yeah, I I remember that.
1: Yep. And you were just like,
0: why would you do that And Whoa. I was just like, I, like, like, I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I don't know why it happened. My mom and dad took it from me. They were like, no more fan for you.
0: Yeah. So you're almost 21.
1: Yep. In about a week and a half.
0: What's that feel like?
1: Not
2: any different.
1: I'm actually, like, really excited to start flaking on people who ask me to go out and drink. Because that's what I foresee happening.
0: You're just going to be a, f- a huge flake? I mean,
1: I already am. It's just what's going to happen. Whether I like it or not, I just... Innately, don't like hanging out with people for extended periods of time, mm. and so I, I just can't do it. And like, I'll make plans with people, and my favorite plans are cancel plans. So like, I just and so. Any, I know, I, was just, I didn't know what you would do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so people are already trying to get you to go out. You're not even. Yeah, my boss. To <laughs> my, my my boss is like, oh, I
1: can't wait for you to turn 21. So, because in the kitchen we have rounds for the boys. Um, a customer can buy a round for the kitchen. It's technically around for the kitchen now because we've had somebody complain about it being sexist um, oh. yeah because we have one female uh employee in the kitchen named amanda who doesn't care who complained about it nope. being sex oh no. okay Didn't so say, somebody no. else it was a customer who oh. said oh it's around for the boys and they're like yep and they're like oh so there's no women in the kitchen well like there's one who works like three days a week she's like well i feel like you should include her and then just to avoid a lawsuit i guess roger just changed it on the menu yeah but um, yeah, rounds for the boys over there that I never get whenever I'm at work. And Rogers just jokes about having a pile of tickets oh, for rounds for the you. Boys oh, yeah. Me. Yeah.
0: Gotta yeah, get warm water again. <laughs> it
1: smells good, though.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, you can pop that puppy in this bowl right here. I already greased it. Nice. (laughs) So take note of the size of of our creation currently. Mm -hmm. Because it should double in the next 50 minutes. Yeah, go ahead. So we'll be eating by 9.30. Fucking A. Yeah, dude, you're almost twenty-one. Yep. So like you're almost an adult.
1: The government took away my tobacco rights.
0: That was literally the next line on my know, notebooks so to talk like to you like about. Adult. So I so don't feel like an adult. Well, so <laughs> I um I take CBD for my anxiety and I have to pick that up at a head shop. So I go to this head shop regularly and I talk to the guy who works there. And the day that they changed the law just happened to be the day I went in to go get my new bottle. And he was telling me how, he's he's like, how how was your day? And I was like, my day was pretty good. How was yours? And he was like, rough. (laughs) I had some really pissed off 18 year olds today. And I was like, oh really, why? And he goes, you didn't hear? They changed the law. And I was like, what law? And he goes, the tobacco law. And I was like, did they warn anyone? <laughs> or were 18-year-olds who were smoking cigarettes, buying cigarettes, 19-year-olds smoking cigarettes, buying cigarettes, just suddenly one day, shut down. Yep, that's exactly what it was. But and I was even, like, I bet you had some pissed off yeah. 18-year-olds. <laughs> my buddy
1: called me the day that it happened to him because he went to go buy blunt wraps. Yeah. And, like, we so like, we can't get blunt wraps, we can't get raws, we can't get anything for... Things that we don't even want to smoke tobacco out of or like nicotine yeah. out of and so like he said that he went inside the shop and he was just like, Yeah, I'll just take like a pack of Dutch Masters, like he always does. He's twenty, like yeah. I am, been doing it for two years now, same shop, right outside the street from his house. They know him there. Yeah. They're like, Nope. And he's like, what What do you mean now? Yeah. they're like, you gotta be 21. He's like, don't fucking lie to me. He was just like, he's and like, you're he's like, you're lying to me right now. He's like, don't try to, try to fucking lie to me. Like, it's, it's that
0: That's what I asked the guy, too. I was like, did kids think you were just pulling their leg? Like, did they? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and those were the ones who were more upset, like, than the ones who actually knew that the law had changed. Because he had to be the one to tell. Mm-hmm. And, and that must have been frustrating. I mean,
1: because I feel like we were supposed to get grandfathered in. and grandfathered in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to get grandfathered it's I like mean, they did it on the down low yeah, it was a very i feel secret like it's
1: for, if, like for anybody who's like actually addicted to smoking cigarettes and, and has been since like probably because i work with a couple of kids who are like just turned 18 i've been smoking since they were like 13 14 yeah. and like they're like at a loss right now they, they were just like i waited my whole life they're just like yeah. past four years i've just been looking forward to being able to go ahead and like buy my own cigarettes and i like, can't even do it anymore
0: now like, they have to ask other people to buy their cigarettes for mm-hmm.
1: them yeah, whether to try to get jewel pods and stuff online, those destructive little vapes.
0: Yeah, is is almost twenty? Well, cause like you got less than two weeks, dude. Mm-hmm. Is is twenty one what you would expect it at the w- twenties? You're twenty. You're in, you're twenty.
1: Yeah, I'm in my twenties now. Is it what you would my have first expected? First year of the twenties, I guess. Like, life is is life, and that's what I'm realizing. And, and like entering the twenties.
0: Life is life. Not as fun
1: as they said it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, go, going into going into all that being uh... an adult and having responsibility and, and bills and things to worry about and making a future for yourself and stuff like that. It's not fun. It's not fun to think about. I don't. Turning twenty-one isn't like I'm excited to be able to, I guess, drink legally, which I. I'll be excited about it for like two weeks and then I'll be like alright cool this is it like yeah. I can drink if I feel like it but I personally like you know I yeah. don't like alcoholism is something that bugs me and like mm-hmm. drunks drunk drunk people especially if I'm sober bug me Yeah. and so I don't like being that person and even when I do drink a lot I prefer to drink a lot and then just be quiet or like be by myself or like watch a movie or something like that like the rare times that I drink and I'm at a party are like the rare times I drink and I'm at a party yeah. like maybe once or twice a year.
0: Yeah. I'll do that. And 21's not even the last gateway. Like no. it's not can't like rent a car. you're 21 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're 21, you can't you still can't do everything cuz you got to be 26 to rent a car we without a crazy to have, like, amount of money.
1: The credit score of a 35 year old man who's Yeah, has perfect credit if you want to do anything without any kind of hassle or a co-signer or some other adult to sign off on it.
0: That's something I wish they had taught in high school was how to build a credit score or what it even was because I needed to learn that after.
1: Because everyone just says go get a credit card. I just think it's dumb that you need to go in debt to prove that you can stay out of debt.
0: I didn't. I didn't go that route. I I took out a lease on my car instead of buying my car because I had the money to buy it, but I did the leasing anyway just to build credit because I didn't want to get a credit card. But they, that's what they say in high school is just get a credit card, and that's not the only solution there is. But they also don't explain a lot of things yeah. like.
1: Taxes. Or going to school before you know what you want to do, so you don't just waste yeah. tens of thousands. Or how to of get dollars. rid of a
0: mattress when you're done with it. <laughs> that was you one know, of the yeah, things that you worry about on a day to day basis. Yeah. Do you know the last time
1: I had to simplify fractions since I graduated high school? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't had
2: to simplify fractions.
0: <laughs> I never use it.
1: Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. whoopty fucking do. Yeah. Well, I don't see how that... Relates to me opening up in the restaurant at 4:30 in the morning.
0: Yeah, I certainly won't be able to do anything uh, applicable with that knowledge.
1: Not that I don't think it's important. I just don't think it's. I just. I. I don't like the way that the society is set up for people to live. It's too strenuous, and especially just with social media and stuff. Like, I'm not excited to keep it growing and aging and trying to become an adult during this kind of era because it's so hard to really no yeah i'm not because everything just seems so terrible it's so there's hard just to so many things to worry about that you have control over like having a job going to school um like keeping in touch with your friends having a social life things like that and then things that you don't have control over like like things going on in the country right now like racial tension like public shootings like terrorist acts, like you know countries going to war over assassinating generals and stuff like that. Things that just put walls up to when I think about the future, and it's just like, well if these things happen, it won't matter, or if like, if these things happen, then like it's gonna change your plan, like it's not gonna matter what you do, if like we end up going to war for something like that, like me being drafted, get skyrocketed, things like that, like ideas like that. Like before. Um, the past presidency I was planning on like you know, I was planning on joining the military after high school. Yeah. And then certain people became president who I didn't agree with their philosophies and the way that they run the country and I'm like, I'm not gonna set myself up for that.
2: I don't wanna put I my name put on myself. your list. Yep, exactly.
1: <laughs> so and so that changed into me not going to college like I planned on, like I got a scholarship to do. Yeah. Like I could have for video game design or mm-hmm. even going into film or cinematography that like at that school I didn't end up doing and instead I've started a career into cooking, which I feel like is a good solid one to have that I could use throughout the rest of my life to like make money and like make a living, but I don't enjoy it like I thought I would. Yeah. So now I'm just trying to find what I want to do without using the necessity of like, yeah, you have to go to a university and go into a bunch of debts to figure out what you want to do. As and someone decide
0: who, yeah, as someone who went through that path, that. I would not suggest I would not suggest it and I tell people that I feel like I drank the Mm Kool-Aid like I feel like I was in high school and they said this is the way it goes and this is how you become successful Mm -hmm. and this is the path and this is what you do there isn't another way Mm -hmm. and so I stood on the path and I started taking steps and I walked through it and I got to the end and I was like okay where's my prize and they said oh no we're not we're not giving out prizes anymore Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh you gotta work for it oh okay so then so I I just I'm in uh, I'm in thousands and thousands of dollars of debt now and they're like, yeah.
1: But here's a degree.
0: But here's a degree and it's like, okay, well, when I go to look for jobs that I that I can flash this degree at, they say they want experience and I can't. It was such a yeah. it was such a trap. That's it what I feel like it was a trap. Thing.
1: And it's uh, it's not stuff that's been said about like this schooling system before, but I just I've always had a problem with the way education has gone since I was in like fourth or fifth grade, like I guess far as I can remember, I've just been rebellious towards not not like authority per se, but like arrogant. I guess arrogant authority, I, like just being talked down to for the sense of that you you wouldn't understand if I yeah. was to explain it to you. Like why do I need like one of the first questions I can remember. Like getting shot down at that Catholic school with my buddy Nick in religion class is like, what if I don't believe in that? Like what if what you're telling me isn't swaying me? Like the faith that you're talking about I don't have inside me right now. And her response is, you don't get to decide that. And it's just and like And how are you
0: supposed to develop from that point? And and from that
1: point, I developed as a very like vindictive person when it comes (laughs) to like authority like that. And so whenever anybody either like talks down to me in that sense or anything like that, it immediately turns me off or like shows me up. And it's always something that I think about whenever anybody's speaking in that kind of tone or sense or like position of authority. I always watch for like, are you just going to be an arrogant bastard about it? I had a similar... Because if you are, it's going to bug the shit out of me and I'm not going to soak in anything you're saying or asking me to do.
0: I had a similar experience at PMA too because I vividly remember one of the first questions that I, I had was why can't a a woman and like I was young so I said like why can't a girl be a priest Mm -hmm. and they did not have an answer for me and they told me to stop asking them and I was like that just built the foundation of of my trust and authority which is that you don't want to tell me things because they may not necessarily be true." true
1: yeah I've also been told that I asked like going through school I was told a lot that I asked too many questions yeah i and like thinking back on it now i just think it was well fuck you like what am i there for then yeah like i i understand if you're if you're making the point of like if we're in the middle of math class and i start asking you about abraham lincoln that like i understand that that might not like that might be off topic yeah you (laughs) could save that answer for when we're on topic about it but like when i would ask a broad question or like an extension question from what we're learning or what we're talking about if it was not on the direct path or in the direct conversation that we were talking about, it was considered irrelevant. If it to, wasn't
0: going to be on the test, yeah, then you we're guys didn't need to about talk it. about it. And I'm like,
1: then, and, and, and like that carried over into middle school. When I went to public school, that didn't really change. It was just more relaxed than, yeah. than PMA, but it was for the most part the same. And my grades just plummeted there because like, I didn't have, I guess the same kind of structure. Mm-hmm. and I was more a little more free will to just be like I don't care because yeah. of the the, the the way that the school was set up and the teachers that I had that I didn't know for like six seven years and like mm-hmm. didn't know my family didn't know you like couldn't like, yeah. be like oh I know your mom like, like yeah. Mrs. D or anything like or Mr. D or anything like that Miss Kim yeah. from our other school and um so when I that that's when it's solidified like me being like you know not all adults are smart like, uh, like yeah uh, and like I'm even as an eighth grader I was like I'm not saying that I know better than like people who've been alive for three times as long as me but don't like I, I know that I'm not like incompetent yeah. to a lot of the things that they think I am yeah like, treating me like I don't understand certain I ideals of respect or, or ways that things work or like they couldn't explain it to me because I wouldn't be able to grasp it or they, yeah it's not worth their time to try
0: it made me feel like the only person i was ever going to get real answers out of was by doing the research myself Mm -hmm. it was like my like i'm the only one who can get me those answers and know that that it's true or that it's not like half-baked or that it doesn't have its own vendetta you know
1: just the way that they that the teaching went it was just more like you guys are just being told that these are the things that they're expecting you to tell us yeah like if you don't have these sort of a things, b and c yeah and if and if your class didn't absorb these three things oh the teacher must be doing a terrible job or yeah like you you aren't doing this that and the other thing which stems from i feel like just the profession of teaching being undervalued ever yeah. since like the fall of ancient empires like when philosophy was something that was like adored valued like, yeah it was like oh a, te- a professor would have an estate not he wouldn't get paid by whatever school he's at they would just out of respect be like yeah this is the property that you get to own and have because you are the sculptor of young minds I of, of this country. I personally
0: don't think that middle school is too young to have philosophy introduced. I think fourth, fifth, sixth grade, you can start talking about philosophy and philosophers and have people make their own decisions and learn how to think and learn how to think about thinking.
1: Yeah, thinking about... Because th- uh, philosophy, I feel like, is just dangerous to them in the sense of it... Makes people ask questions. Makes yeah. people question things that they're being told, which is, I guess, counterproductive if they're just trying to, you know, put numbers on paper, being like, this country is, we're smart. Like, we're smart kids, we got smart kids, we got a good school system, we're smart. Look at this. Look at this. Look at these test scores right here. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they, they circled these ones right here. Like, and that's another thing that, like, I, things that I picked up on in school that, like, bugged me, like, just irked me. And one of them was in standardized testing when they would, like, break, break everything down for like, like your name and everything like that. And then it would be like, all hey, right, what's your, like, what's your race? And things like that. And I would always ask him like, well, how is this relevant? Yeah. I'd always like, are you breaking up like the test scores amongst the different races yeah. as some kind of statistic because, and why I, and exactly. I'm like, and if you are, I don't see the value in doing that for the like overall idea of like, these are the test scores of the school in this age range. Yeah. Like, I don't see why you have to be like, oh well, this one was an Asian student. Yeah. This one was a Caucasian student. Yeah. This one was other or like Hispanic and, and things like that. And so when I see things like that on the, when I see things like that on like tests, like it would just start the engines turning where I'm just like, well, why does why is this the relevant? Way, yeah. Why is this the way that we're doing it? Like, well, I feel like there's way better systems that could be put in place for education and test taking and like learning valuable things that could help.
0: So when you're... So one of the things I was talking to Caleb about on his episode, because he's got um, mixed parents just like we do, mm-hmm. was what does he put on those standardized tests um, when he's given the option? Mm-hmm. Because I think it depends person to person, but I, him and I both agreed that towards college application time, we definitely leaned more towards crossing off the African-American mm-hmm. box and not... not like. Yeah. But 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 But, in between it's
1: like you putting it there is kind of
0: just like I feel like that's why though. Almost every standard test gave me different options. I could either (laughs) come on, Ripley, fucking up my audio with your toy. Um I feel like every like it differed from test to test so almost every single test i had to decide Mm -hmm. how i was going to identify myself because they didn't always put the same Mm -hmm. options because they could let you pick multiple Mm -hmm. but then there were some tests that didn't let you pick multiple and you had to click or or you had to click the other box Mm -hmm. and you're like like, well well, what is what what is is other what What does that even mean because two of these or three of these or even four of these boxes are me Mm -hmm. but you're only making me pick i only get to pick one Mm -hmm. so then i'll do the other box and you want an explanation well it's those five. Five
1: yeah, or six so, boxes above yeah, the other up, box. Yeah. And I, 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 in the next 10 years, I don't see how that's going to be able to be an effective system of test-taking considering that I feel like mixed babies are just the future. Like just the, the people...
0: Now that everybody's doing 23 and Me and the DNA yeah, thing. Yeah, and the
1: DNA thing, and like just in learning about where they come from and that. They're like, well, I'm everything. Irish and I'm
0: African American, I'm, I'm also I'm, Swedish, and I'm also this, and I'm, I'm also 2% that. I'm 2 percent this, I'm half a percent yeah. this. Yeah, so then like, they yeah. fill out the whole standard test yeah, and every same. box is saying full.
1: We've been yeah. saying that forever. We're all the same, come from the same place. Whoop de do. It bugs me. It, I,
0: in it p- at PMA yeah. is where I learned about the one drop rule. Where like pretty much any any time in my life, people would would lean towards identifying me as a black woman mm-hmm. because it only takes one drop to not be white.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. That's really uh, pessimistic. Uh, it's
0: it's it was a very uh like depressing.
1: I got a lot of sarcastic like because you know, not to like perpetuate the stereotype where you know how boys are. It's like, the whole, like, we just fuck with each other, and, like, we have been since we were, like, little kids, and so one of the things was just, like, you're not even black. Like, yeah, it's one of the oh, things Oh, all the time. All the time. It's like, you're not even black. It's like, why are you even upset? You're not even black. I'm like, well, what am I?
0: Yeah, it's like Because
1: if, if I'm not white, and you want to point out that fact, yeah. i not black, and you want to point out that fact. Do so then want, where does that leave us? You're going to fill in the blanks, or you're just going to leave me here and... And, and say that I'm not no, allowed no, to be offended at anything. anything. yeah, <laughs> And that I don't understand anything when I have a better grasp of, like, why, like, prejudice is ignorant and racism is ignorant. Because,
2: mm-hmm.
1: just like you and me, it's just yeah. like, you have some mixed grandkids and that'll just fucking ruin your world. Yeah. And, like, I, I remember seeing an interview between some, like black power movement people, I don't know if it's black power movement people, but um, uh, like NAACP representatives and some people from the KKK or uh, white supremacist groups were having like a civil conversation, just two on two in like these chairs. And they were just like talking back and forth. And it was as about as you would expect, like the one side was very prominently just like we're better than you but like they were being calm about it they weren't yeah. being so they were being ignorant about it obviously but, but, not, aggressive. but not aggressively ignorant about yeah. it and the other and the end of guys were kind of just sitting there just like well here's the thing here's the thing. Just rock and roll he's like he's like you, you know you you know having grandkids he's like you know your great great kids he's like great 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 kids he's like yeah they're probably gonna look like me yeah like, probably gonna look like me or lighter shades of me and he's just like now that is just like a probability factor, like that's yeah. just like a fact. Like, it's like the way the world is going, the way people are just mixing, mm-hmm. and like the it's way not the borders, a it's, it's not a, a threat, it's a promise. Yeah, it's not a threat, it's a promise. Like, yeah. you're gonna have mixed grandkids at some point, mm-hmm. like if you have grandkids at all. And it was just like, for the most part, that's probably what's gonna happen. It's like, so if that happened, he was just like, What, like, you're just gonna disown your family from that point forward because of it, or are you gonna just like fucking bite the bullet and be like, Yeah, this is dumb, like, you're yeah. just being mad about it over it is dumb. I remember I saw a comedian the other day who put it perfectly. He was just like, you should never hate somebody for the color of their skin. He's like, you should never hate somebody for the color of their skin. He's like, you should never hate somebody for the color of their skin. He's like, that being said, he's like, you should hate one person from every culture. He was just like, if you don't, I feel like in that way, you're kind of racist. He's yeah, like, you, just, that's, uh, that's, He's like, that's just a lesson of underexposure. Like you haven't met enough people. Cause like everybody's terrible. He's like, yeah. it doesn't matter. And so like, I feel like if you look at it th- from like that angle where it's just like, well, how many like Korean people have you met? Yeah. It's like, well, how many Indian people have you actually met? Like, how, are you actually friends with? Like, have yeah. you had a conversation with? And like, and because um, if
0: you were to eat, meet an equal amount of those people, then you'd, you'd be, probably you'd hate find, an equal amount of yeah. Those people. And you'd
1: probably find an equal amount of those people. You're like, oh, this guy's fucking cool. He's yeah. like a normal dude who I can get along with, and he's just a person like me. Yeah. But it's it, it's I feel like one of the problems in like in this country is that it's been stated before, it's just like we're all in like these little pockets and regions that are like you, you only see people like you or like or, or, or that are like around you and like you're only in that certain area. Our country's just so big.
0: Our society highlights differences instead of similarities. And, and not it's,
1: everybody lives in cities with all the and diversity. And we're supposed to be
0: a melting pot, but, it, but it, we haven't embraced that. Like it's almost like we use that tagline and we never really took it to heart. But I had a very similar childhood experience to you, which was like, in school where kids will say the the truest meanest from their core things Mm -hmm. which is like you're not black enough to be black and you're not white enough to be white
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and where does that leave you when you're in fifth grade and you don't even know your identity yet um and then you and i in particular have a, a an interesting life experience of of that translating even further into us visiting our respective family sides <laughs> because we'll only see one side at a time. Yeah, so yeah. like you and I Not will be once. the, you and I will, or you, me and dad will be the blackest people at mom's, mom's family, family gatherings. gatherings. And then me like, and then you, we're and the Mom, white and then people. we're yep. the lightest people at dad's family gatherings. gatherings. And it's like, there's no like in between. I've always
1: felt out a place of both of them. At yeah. A, at, like less so at some than others, but like, just because the way they act, but uh, for the most part, like, I tell people this story all the time, like, when we visit our family before, like, wh- when we've gone over their house and, like, we show up and, like, when we walk in, like, I uh, hear talking in the kitchen, everything's going fine, we get there, everyone says hello, and it's just quiet. Silence. For about 15, 20 seconds. And it's just like, well, this is the worst thing ever. And yeah. It's like, well, this is the most terrible situation i could want to be in and it's uh, i'm gonna just go walk into another room then like and it's it's terrible and i'm like this is my family why am i doing this like i'd be i'd feel more comfortable walking to the dmv right now making eye contact with With strangers strangers that i don't know yeah than these cousins that I've known for my it's, entire life. It really does suck with.
0: because that, that you know, us checking that other box really translated to us being the other in all of those situations. And feeling like, hey, maybe it's because they're just not comfortable with me. Yeah, maybe they're not because... comfortable with me. Maybe it's because I'm not able to meet them at the level that they're at. Mm-hmm. Like, cause when we're, so when we're at dad's side of the family, I am very aware of quote unquote, how white I sound. <laughs> because I've been told from other people that I talk white.
2: Yeah.
0: But then when I'm at, when we're at mom's side of the family and at their family gatherings, Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of how not white I am. Mm -hmm. And it like sort of makes us a novelty there. It's a very weird experience where in either situation, in either situation, it's like, it's not our space. Mm -hmm. We're infringing upon it. And there isn't really a space that's ours because we're quote unquote other. Milano. Milano. Yeah, mixed, light-skinned. However you want to say it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's a it's a very weird experience, and I want to talk to more people about it. Like I was talking to Caleb a little bit about it. Um, his, his he he is. What's hard is like. What's it called? Like he. He has darker skin than us. Yeah. So he looks like a black man Mm -hmm. and he could pass. I don't know if the word I'm looking for is pass as black man. You and I couldn't quote unquote pass as black people because we're too light. People would look at us and they'd be like, what are you, Puerto Rican? You Spanish? You? you, Yeah, we're Hispanic. It could be a handful of things.
1: Yeah, but we're not
0: dark enough to be like, oh, that's an African-American.
1: To just flat out and say. Yeah. And it's... uh,
0: it makes me think a lot about. Um, I don't. I know you didn't really spend a lot of time like getting to know him, but Grampy, Mom's dad. Yeah. Um, was like my and like one of my favorite grandparents. I know I only had like two to two. work off of, but um, he was very engaging with me, and I never felt weird with him, and mm-hmm. I never I never thought about any of that. I was just his granddaughter, yeah. and he loved me. And when I heard later on, after he he had passed, like yeah. before, after he wasn't on earth anymore, about what the, like mom and dad's relationship was in his eyes mm-hmm. before I was born, mm-hmm. that was really shocking to me. Yeah. Because he was—he I mean, never had animosity towards me. Yeah. He loved me, mm-hmm. and like when I thought, like it, it really gave me hope you know, that people—yeah,
1: changes it, your world. It, yeah, gave
0: me, it gave me hope that like people can, can, if if it's close enough to home, they can yeah. see that and like change the way that they think about certain situations. But it, it is—it's tough, and I—I I don't really have Especially like a where way we to are. navigate it. Being in New England,
1: New Hampshire, New Hampshire, the widest state in the country. Yeah, and I've seen. It's weird with me too, cause like, good ninety percent of my friends white. I have, I I have, I can count
0: on one hand on one hand
1: all the black people I know same. that live anywhere near me. Yep. And I've gone and to school. And some with of them, them are and related. With them. Yeah. And yeah. Some of them are related. <laughs> and the only other one that I grew up with, uh, you know Travis Kariuki. He went to PMA too for yeah. kindergarten. He got out way sooner than I did. Yeah. But we still know each other. We still identify each other as the only two black kids that grew up together in this town together because that's all we had yeah. like, then we ran into, like then there's Keyshawn who I ran into after middle school and, uh, and I was like oh wow, there's three of us and mm-hmm. then from that point forward that's the extent after I think sixth grade
0: yeah so we've got about 25 minutes left on the rising dough and then we'll slap it into a pan and start poking holes in it get it ready to go in the oven which has been preheated for quite some time Mm. um but yeah i do really feel like that our experience is is uh unique and that uh people might not understand it if they're not a part of it especially now that there's like it's not so much of of a visible or talked about division but more than ever it's like are you democrat are you republican are you this or are you that are you pro this or are you pro that are you all black lives matter are you not all yeah, you know it's just
1: gross it's everything has to be labeled as something so everybody else can identify whether or not they like it meanwhile for
0: my entire life i haven't been able to pick a side
1: so, <laughs> so. it's just like well you need to and then you and that's what i'm saying like turn 21 and it's just like everyone's like oh so who are you voting for is like what side are you picking this time yeah and it's just like well no you have to it's just like, there's no option otherwise. It's like, no, if I want to vote for a third party, and they're just like, oh, well, you're the reason that Trump won in the first place. And yeah, you're like, well, throwing well,
0: away your vote to a third party. It's like, I don't. Or I, don't... I
1: could just not leave my house that day. And yeah. Actually <laughs> not, and actually not contribute whatsoever as a, as a citizen. Yeah. But instead, I'm going to go out and do what the forefathers intended. <laughs> Do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, but I've said that since I feel like history class freshman year in in school, I remember, you remember Mr. Vance, Mm -hmm. I had Mr. Vance and he was one of the first teachers, I asked on a consistent basis, I was just like, why did nobody heed George Washington's like warning of like we shouldn't have political parties like Mm -hmm. amongst his many other ones being considered one of the best presidents we ever had like ignoring his downfalls of owning slaves and all that other jazz that was kind of normal for the time period of being you know a general in the country like that was one of his biggest things he's like that'll divide the country like it like it in it in it of itself just seems like the simplest way to break up a country is just be like make teams
2: yeah.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> make teams and then. Let's split up amongst and then every ourselves. Every four years, those teams fight brutally to get the highest position of power that they can. And it's it's instead of just being people who have the right ideals and, and plans to put forth and the right mindset or like. Just, or
0: all of us being one country. Yeah. It, it and, becomes and having, whose agenda is going to be the one who gets financed. And
1: that's just because we run on a capitalistic point of view as, as opposed to like what it was intended to be more like just straight up like a, like a republic. It's more of just who has the highest bidder.
2: Yeah.
1: It, especially when they teach you in like class about gerrymandering and everything like that. And it's like, so this is common knowledge that, yeah. that, that we just so rig the systems. Yeah. And we we teach, teach ourselves so we're aware system. of it. Yeah. Yet we're not going to do anything about it. So we're just going to sit here in class and you're just going to tell me that they racially cut up certain parts of states and cities to make it easier for these people to get reelected and then push whatever agendas, those people who paid them to be where they are, to have those.
0: <sighs> One thing I found out about recently that was very surprising to me, I was listening to a podcast about how our technology at the age that we're at now, now has our biases like, like hard, like, hardwired into them so now we're creating biased technology and a good example of that being facial recognition Mm. which is literally racist now because they use white faces to program facial recognition they may not recognize black faces or they may be more they it's just it's crazy to me how we know that these things exist like one of the earliest things you learn how to do after you've learned how to research and sort of think by yourself is to make a bibliography Mm -hmm. and you have to you have to give people credit for the work that you found of theirs that you're going to talk about right Mm -hmm. one of the first things that they teach you is that when you're going to make a bibliography and you're going to give credit to that author you have to write it in a way where you're only going to put their first initial and then their last name mm-hmm. and the reason we do that is because we have been shown as a species to have a sexual bias mm-hmm. so when there are female names we're more dismissive and when there are male names we're less dismissive so we fixed the system <laughs> to not put the first name and, and just inst- have the last name
1: fixing the predisposition of of, of, of dismissing instead of pre- yes yeah. instead yeah. of fixing
0: the predisposition but that is them. something that we addressed and then we're like here's a way we cannot do that and then but but we don't do that for other things, you know? Like we don't we know because we don't value that
1: that kind of growth in society, I feel like, anymore. They don't that acceptance that
0: no it's more of
1: it's more of it's more of like a talent competition. It's a big
0: popularity contest.
1: Who's doing the best with their life right now and who can show off the most Isn't
0: that fucked up that it's all just a big popularity contest. It's
1: like I just want to Cabin in the woods Where I can grow some weed
0: Seriously I want to like, go be I a hermit really pretty
1: canyon just really pretty canyon To look at and, and Some friends to hang out with Now and again Like not to say that I don't enjoy The luxuries That I do like yeah it's a great being an American. It's great having being things. A, it's it's great stuff. living in excess. It's yeah. great living with way more than we ever needed yeah. compared to the rest <laughs> of the world. It's amazing. It's like as, as as you would imagine. But, but it's
0: also hollow. And
1: it's and it and it's uh what's the French term for it? Uh, ennui when it's like ennui. You, you get what you want and it's like oh I don't really Oh want wow,
0: that. I wasn't really sure I wanted that. No, again. I don't think that's I and
1: I feel like I don't think that's what ennui is. I think ennui is like the recognition of, like, once you get what you want, you just have an unsatiable appetite. Yeah. Like, once you get what you want, you're it's not going to be like you don't want anything else anymore. Yeah. You're just going to keep wanting until there's nothing else to want. Or you have everything, and then that's what happens when all these rich people get super depressed and or become soulless husks that have everything they want.
0: Well, so speaking on that, too, I was at Bill's company Christmas party, and there is an employee at his, his work who is from... Um, Russia mm-hmm. and he was talking to us about how, like why he came here and, and he used the exact words, well we were told America is the land of the free you know, it's it's the place where dreams come true, like mm-hmm. and that's a quote from him mm-hmm. And and he knew as he was talking to us about that that he had already had his experience of that not being true, mm-hmm. and and it meaning something different than what they ch- sort of make the message sound like to other people outside. Mm-hmm. So you're here and you're like, yes, like I can do these things, and I and I can bust my ass at a, yeah, at, a, at a job and have like no heart or soul. To give and take. Yeah, and it really you know you can do that, but what is it worth? And and here we we care less about like everything the earth you know about how other people yeah yeah. and it's not it's not a great way to live Um, but other people outside are like wow they're able to buy everything that they want and we're like well everyone
1: has a phone everyone has a car everyone has this but also
0: we're slowly dying on the inside everybody's
1: (laughs) on that same level of like yeah we're all depressed. But what of it, it? But we have everything, so there's no... Yeah. Big, so, like, that, that's what... That is
0: really fucked up. We're yeah. all on the same level where we're like, yep, I'm, I'm depressed. depressed, you're depressed.
1: Everyone's depressed, get over it. Whatever it, whatever to It's human condition it? to, con- d- to be depressed is just what we're landing on for it, which I guess... Instead
0: of trying to fix it, we're just like, I guess this is what life is now. Because
1: just... Whenever I learned about biology, like, whenever I had learned about biology, or, like, you read about, like, the human psyche and stuff like that, it's like, we're social creatures... And i feel like us thinking we're so connected over the internet the internet it's it's like this like really false false kind of s- social inter- interaction because
0: like it, we think we're feeding ourselves selves, and we're not and we're, we're starving not. Yeah. ourselves
1: can, can, even like you could be having a conversation with somebody like just texting them back and forth and it's like it's not going to be the same as like getting like that tone of voice from what they're saying, it's like, you've seen the Key and peel skit with those two in the text oh, conversation. Oh, it's the text conversation. And it's like, it's like that, but for literally everything you, you say over the phone, it's like, you cannot sound sincere over text. Yeah. You can't sound like, I mean, I guess you can sound, uh, not sound, you can seem like intense or angry, all caps, like yeah. the way you write at, 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 in, certain, in certain forms like that, but there's like, to an extent where it's like you're not socializing you're, yeah you're, you're keeping in touch like you're keeping in contact but like mm-hmm. when people send letters to each other it's not like oh yeah no i just socialize it's not like, like yeah. physical you wouldn't live off that like yeah. it's not and i feel like that's just what this is just on a quicker scale it's just like yep oh, send him that send him that it's like should be more informational instead of like in, instead of like socially uh, uh, like feasting i guess socially. And, and
0: we are we're like we're trying to like Uh, we're gorging ourselves on internet activity Mm -hmm. but none of that's actually satiating us because it's not giving us the actual connection that we're looking for like you can you'll you'll post a picture in the hopes that you're gonna connect with people quote-unquote connect with people people and I think it comes from like that primal like oh I'm gonna share this Mm -hmm. and then you do it and you're like oh I only got three likes and Mm -hmm. you're like what did you do it for then? yeah
1: and it's like, well, that's... St- and, and it's like... And, and even just saying that, only three likes, it's like, what does that even mean? So, like, you're yeah. putting a value on it now where it's just like, more mm-hmm. more is the merrier, like, more is this sound the other thing, which makes sense considering, like, influencers, like, just for example, Kardashian, who makes millions of dollars off of a single post. A single post. On, on a social media site that, I guess, creates income in a sense of if you're advertising something on her site using the site things like that and I, it just it all seems too skewed. everything seems too twisted every day i wake up and i'm just like i feel like life isn't what it should have been like the, the we traffic, went wrong at a certain point yeah and it's just not it's not it's what,
0: a it becomes a huge popularity contest and, and that's it, not and what it's supposed to i don't care about that
1: i don't care about it's that. supposed so to be about like genuine behind.
0: connection and actually living your life You know?
1: But nobody does that. And
0: nobody's doing that. So I don't know if you know this, because you and I weren't Facebook friends to begin with, Mm -hmm. but as of last Mm -hmm. October, it being February now, as of last October 1st, I got off of Facebook, and I was only going to be off of Facebook for the month of October. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I realized the change that went over my brain and like everything in my life for not being on that social media platform, Mm I'm never going back on to Facebook again, hmm. and that that's going to equal me not talking to people who I have solely only interacted with, with on Facebook. That, that. But it also means that I'm not bombarded with the thoughts of other people, what other people are doing, and if my life compares to theirs. Yeah, it's
1: like that's not what it's. it's not what there it's are about. so
0: fewer people in my head now since their faces and their names aren't flashing in front of me 20 or 25 or 30 or 35 times a day, mm-hmm. that the only people who are now in my head are the people they who I see about. and that I care about and that I actually have something built with in a real tangible life way. I'm not going to get back on Facebook. I think that it perpetuates toxicity and it's, it's just a, a, a hotbed for- Do you have Twitter? No.
1: Yeah. So you, you not even.
0: I'm not on it. Uh, so you, I still have. I didn't. I didn't turn off Twitter. my Facebook, and I didn't ever get a Twitter. I still have my Instagram, but I haven't posted. Um, and I still have my Facebook, but I haven't posted since October when I told everybody I was going to do sober October. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, it just made such a change in my brain and, and I realized how addictive and toxic and and how much it was influencing what I thought about and how much time, like I I work Monday through Friday, 40 hours, Mm -hmm. right? In that 40 hours, when I was on Facebook, I might be on Facebook. 20 of those 40 hours of the week. Jeez. Just even it's just, just like checking glancing. notifications. Yeah, yeah even if it's just glancing, glancing or if it's just scrolling. Yeah, but taking it. that out of my life gave me 20 more hours of my life back.
1: Yeah. And I try to do that whenever I'm in public, too. Like, whenever I'm, like, that nervous reaction that everyone has now is just, like, if you're uncomfortable, just look at your phone. Look at your phone. You don't have yeah. anything to do on it. You don't have anything to read on it. You're just going to look at it to avoid connection. Other yeah. yeah. And it's just like I'm I, I've been doing my best to stop doing that like I'll feel like I'll reach into my pocket just like not even thinking that I'm just going to just I put it back and I just look around. Yeah. And I'll just kind of just breathe and look around and it's 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 it's, it's it's weird because a lot of people will look at you and be like, Well, oh, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Like, why is he looking around so much? And then like you look at them and then just kinda of nod and then they just kinda of go back to whatever they're doing, like I'm weird for just yeah. not for just being present. For just being. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just simply existing and just trying to in the be be a guy getting a burrito in line, like just yeah. like anybody else. And it, it's just it's just a it's such a weird disconnect that it's it's just so deep-seated now that i i that's like why when you're like oh you excited about being 21 and things like that saying so you no know, not as much because i'm just worried about all that kind of stuff coming to a head at some point before my mid-30s Is yeah. that just we either societally crash or or it's it's just gonna get to a point where it's just too too toxic to do it's just to be hopeful about it like.
0: What scares me the most, I think, is that if you ask the average person right now if they thought this was healthy, they would say no. Yeah. But they still participate. Then, yeah, and, but, so then yeah. that's everyone agreeing that what we're doing is unhealthy, but we're all going to still do it.
1: Yeah, I agree does not stop because it would be too hard to. And, yeah. And, and,
2: and, I,
0: I I don't I don't see a solution, but I definitely knew that for myself I had to take a step back just to live my own life. Yeah. And that meant like a lot of people i don't talk to anymore but also how valuable were their contributions to my life if it was only a like or a comment on a post and me being gone for months off of that platform didn't didn't result in a text or like an actual sort of direct sort of communication yeah yeah
1: way it vets out people who aren't actually there
0: yeah, actually, and that and that ends up being like tens of people. Yeah, you know what I Probably, mean.
1: Yeah, like most people. My buddy and I, Zach and I, talk about this all the time because ever since we graduated high school, it's just like every day I like less and less people. It is, yeah. it is every day I just like, people bug me more and more on a on like a like a person to person basis or like I'll see what certain people that I grew up with are doing and I'm just like I
0: through their posts through their posts or yeah.
1: through them. Just like reaching out and being like, hey, let's do these things, and I'm just like, I don't want to do these things, like with this person. Like I think about doing it, and just you get that pit in your stomach, and you're like, don't, nope. don't want to do it. Yeah. Not gonna do it. And it's and it's weird because I think back on it, I'm like friends with this guy for like four or five years. Like didn't really have anything negative about it, but I just know that I'm not going to enjoy your company anymore. Yeah. Like, I just know that there's certain things about your personality that since we've graduated are gonna bug the shit out of me. And I don't want to be a part of and it's like and it's like I sound like a dick when I say it Which is just me at the point of just like with well, this just because it's objective Like yeah. it's just how it is and it's not like me trying to be rude about it
0: It's just the reality just the of reality you're not providing like, my to my life Yeah,
1: it's like why, do, why don't you want to do this? It's just c- because I don't like I like yeah. I don't want and if I don't have to I'm not going to And if I'm not getting anything out, out of it, it then I'm why like, would I? Yeah, and yeah. it's just, and, because that's what life's for And it's yeah. just like it's, <laughs> just to do things that, and even like I would rather lay in bed and just think for an hour and a half than have somebody be like, Hey, do you want to like go like
0: egg this this guy's house house or something stupid? uh, Yes,
1: like uh, do something, uh, drive around. That's something that friends of mine or past friends of mine tried to get me to do all the time when we didn't have anything to do, didn't have any money to spend, but we're perfectly fine with wasting gas in one person's car. Let's Mm -hmm. just go like, you know, take a blunt cruise I like drive around for like an hour or two like no I'm not like I'm not going to yeah. do I'd rather just sit and if I'm just going to waste time I'll just sit and waste time thinking yeah. as opposed to listening to whatever bile we're going to talk about like it won't be constructive Yeah, it won't be like healthy it, mm-hmm. it won't it, like it won't feed me intellectually like we're not going to have some in-depth conversation about like existentialism when we drive around we're going to talk about probably our favorite sports teams. Yeah. So like NBA. Or if that
0: was a cop that just passed us. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Just,
1: uh, <laughs> some girl we saw at school the other day or like something like that. Something yeah. irrelevant and, and, and minuscule that I'm not going to care about when I get back home. But mm-hmm. I'll just be happy that I spent that time like out, I guess, like back when I used to do it. Be like, yeah, I went out did this with a friend and it's like, yeah, that was the achievement is that I went out and did this with a friend. It's like, but if I were to do that now, it would be like, I would feel like I just wasted a bunch of time. That and, you could and worse off. doing something else. Yeah. And I'm worse off than when I started. Even if what I was doing wasn't like exactly constructive, I just would have enjoyed it more. And yeah. so I, it would have just felt like it would be worth my time more than just entertaining somebody else for the sake of being a, a good person towards them, I guess, which is pessimistic to a certain point, <coughs> but <coughs> I'm fine with because it's it's like the only way to break down what's really worth doing.
0: I have realized as an adult, I thought when I was growing up that gossip was something that only happened in, yeah, that you would grow out of, (laughs) that it happened in school, you Mm -hmm. know, with people who just couldn't help themselves because they didn't have anything else to worry about. And now I am a grown-ass adult and and I'm like when I find myself in a situation where I'm surrounded by people who are purely gossiping and they're calling it bonding or socializing (laughs) or you know, like having a night out with the girls and i'm like if all you're talking about is other people's lives yeah. i'm not interested and that's not worth my time yeah so and and i feel like the same thing sort of translates to when you're looking at people's posts online and it's like are you gossiping yeah. or are you, are you trying, trying to, to have like a like real connection sort of conversation happening yeah is there any sort of substance here or are you just regurgitating your past week and how you felt about karen you know
1: yeah wasteful and, and, and it, it like doesn't I said before, lead to it. growth no and it it doesn't seem like it. if like you get anything out of it which just confuses me cuz it seems wasteful it's like why would it it's just it just seems wasteful and i can't get by that
0: So, I mean, you may be 21, and and social media is is definitely still a huge downer because we all know it's unhealthy, but we're still doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is sort of hope on the horizon for people our age, your age, still, uh, I mean, the Space Force. Come on. We're going to cultivate Mars. No, we're
1: going to, no, the rich people.
0: We're going to have auto-driving cars. We're gonna get biochips in our wrists instead of having to carry around credit cards. No,
1: no. We're How
0: do you feel about any of those potential All of that stuff futures? sounds like
1: it's straight out of the book feed. That's just a disturbing So auto driving cars is real. I know. The well, Space I mean, yeah, Force is real. Auto driving cars have taken away thousands of jobs across the country from truck drivers and things like that. Taxis. Taxis, yeah. uh, all these people. Well, I mean, Amazon is about to like tens of thousands of people, the people who deliver like I don't know if you've seen the movie that came out on Netflix, The Irishman. I don't know if you've seen that, Jimmy Hoffa. But like you understand what the um, uh, the unions were and and what they were there for, and it's like his big thing is like the trucking union. He's like, if you have something in your house in this country, it came on a truck, and it's just like Mm -hmm. some a truck driver took that from one place to another, brought it to wherever you got it, and then you picked it up there. And it's just like, yeah, thousands, if not millions, of people in this country call that a job or have called that a job and now we're just gonna take that huge like service industry job that is feeding millions of americans and just make it automated send it to trucks and then not even tax it that's like
0: uh, wait do they not do the automated trucks not need a person in them that's
1: that's the goal that's that's the intention for them is for it to be a self-driving automated truck
0: Okay, I can see del- that. that. I think it would scheduled- probably take them a while. Scheduled
1: deliveries and things like that from A to B. But it
0: does. It outmodes those jobs,
1: mm-hmm. and 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 it doesn't replace them with anything. And and in, in, like that's a big talk that like people have with those tech companies just like well, well we'll talk about redistributing the workers and like retraining them to do something else it's like what are you gonna train a truck driver who's been a truck driver 15 years to do
2: mm-hmm.
1: what are you gonna show them at a program like no you're not you're not okay. gonna show you're not gonna show this grown-ass man who's been living his life the way he's been living his life how to be a computer how to be, how to be a computer engineer or how to just do a flip a 180 on his job and be like yeah well now you're a storage boy or yeah. now you're a stock boy you're just gonna cut you are just gonna load up the truck Break and, then the back that, and then the truck will drive itself. Truck drive itself, and then yeah, and then you can go home after a six-hour shift instead of making however much you used to make, like driving across the country, yeah. for days at a time, and like, so that is my opinion on the whole tech thing blown up for automated driving cars, but also like AI. We both grew up watching iRobot. Yeah. That shit just is coming at me at a flying speed, like, every day. That Whenever I see one of those Boston Dynamics videos, I'm just like, we're just getting closer and closer to Carter. Like, it's not- Answer me, Canner. Yes. My name, name is Sonny. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have Sonny running around these United States of America just tearing shit up in less than probably 25 years. Like, people are making little droids for fun over at that Star Wars thing. Like, they got- they, they have them now. They took them off that little CIA shelf, those little- Self automated little joints that they got going everywhere. Making it easy. Would -hmm. you get a join? Would you get a a service bot for your house? Like a Roomba? (laughs) We
0: we have a Roomba. With AI. Yeah,
1: like with AI. An iRobot robot. Does it look like a person? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I'd have to look at them first. (laughs) Probably. See
0: what they look like.
2: Probably. I don't need it that bad. I would that worry died. that
0: it would turn. I, I've watched iRobot too many the times series where they. They're <laughs> 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 just not gonna make them at all. Yeah. That's how that's gonna go. <laughs> but um, did you see, see the average
1: American wouldn't have that opinion though I feel like no, Amazon I think American the average good.
0: American would be willing to get a servant that wouldn't eat or What's, drink or complain. Yeah. Um, but one of the other things that came out recently was, and I don't know if it was Trump or whatever who released it, but the space force emblem came out looks Had just like Trump. Star Trek. Had Did you see that? Trump.
1: No. I didn't, but that's It looks exciting. just
0: like Star and Bill is a fan so he was like, "Whoa, that's Star Trek next generation or whatever the hell it was." Um, and they they took and it's like it's like the real world imitating Art because that was a tv show mm-hmm. it wasn't like actual like but they took the emblem from there it, and they're like this is gonna be our space force emblem." and that's getting
1: people on board with it because the initial announcement of the space force was kind of just like well what the fuck are we doing here guys because the yeah. highest spending military now we're making a whole new branch
0: also it, are we or aren't we going to acknowledge there are aliens, aliens before are we, we go military? up there yeah why are we yeah.
1: making <laughs> a military presence in sp- oh yeah so what we do we fight- need
0: the force in space for
1: other people? Other yeah. <laughs> other countries? Like, like, fucking, if anything goes wrong up there, it affects everybody down here. Like, mm-hmm. I understand it may not affect mm-hmm. everybody equally down here. You blow up a here.
0: ship out there, there. Yeah. and, and that it debris affects us fucking here. F-
1: all over the place. Like, not that I'm an astrophysicist, or I know the specific <laughs> damage from an outcome like that, but I can imagine that any kind of, like, war-fought space amongst ourselves would be catastrophic for pretty much anybody under. Like uh,
0: on earth. On earth, yeah.
1: yeah. Cause anything goes wrong with that, you can't control that that fallout. Like you can't It's definitely gonna come
0: right back down. Yeah, and 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 But I'm with you. Why'd we build a force if we're not gonna acknowledge knowledge? there are things out there we need to fight? Yeah,
1: we're just gonna loosely let these like Air Force pilots put out like like comments in the Washington Post and the New York Times and all these prominent papers and magazines where they're like, Yeah, no, we saw these things and our, up, our superiors say that they exist, or that they've seen them before.
0: Told us to stop talking about it. Yep. Put but, it in the report.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's just like, and that's that. And it's like, oh, well that's cool. And then everyone just goes about their business, finds something else to look at on their phone, and then stops caring.
0: And then stops caring. Ah, oh, don't
1: listen, oh, political boy. no, 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 cut I'm this out! <laughs>
0: Kayla, cut this out! Kayla, <laughs> Kayla, cut this out! <laughs> Ooh, it's rising. Is it, so it's done. We're, we'll, we'll pull that out. So our hour of rising time is now over. Oh wow, that definitely doubled in size. Oh god, that smells yeah, so good! Without the black pepper. (laughs) All right, so now that we've got that and it's sat for its hour and it's nice and happy, we are going to use half of the remaining oil to oil the glass pan. So if you wanna use half of that to oil the um, pan we're gonna put it in and then we're gonna mash it down in there and poke our holes in it. Perfect, that looks great, awesome. Yeah, and I don't know if, I've got i um, I've got a brush, I think. Oh, here, yeah. Wow, our dough looks amazing. <laughs> and it smells amazing, like rosemary and garlic and thyme.
2: But and it, all those other ingredients? And all the
0: other ingredients, like the flour and the, <laughs> and the olive yeast. oil and the yeast. All the and the honey. You don't smell the honey. If you
1: don't remember, just play back the podcast. <laughs> all of that stuff.
0: All recipes are also going to be linked on the website, so you can find them for yourself and try to follow them yourself. Check them out. Check them out! Send a picture
1: of your bread.
0: So you got it up on the sides there, too? Okay. So we're going to... Uh, we're going to pull this puppy out of here. You ready? Pull this baby. Pull this baby out. And we're going to try to flatten. Flatten it out a little bit. Just fill out the space for us, baby. Fill out that space. Yeah? Yeah? Alright, cool. So now that we've done that... Fill out the space... Wait! Don't do that yet. So... Transfer the dough to the baking sheet and then press it down into the pan. Use your fingers to dimple the dough and then we'll drizzle the last of the oil mixture on top and let it rise for 20 minutes before we put it in the oven. So we're going to wow. That really like doesn't doesn't make a hole. How, how are we supposed to make holes if they don't make Make holes. holes? I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. I feel like that we've done our best yeah. and that we'll, find out when we'll it comes out. yeah, pretty much. We'll poke Just the poke the, shit, the, shit, the shit, out <laughs> is, shit out of it. That actually, once we got aggressive with yeah, it, it yeah, looked a little bit so better. better. <laughs> so now the remaining, so like even this here, if you want to brush that out, we're going to try to get this nice and covered over the top. Beautiful technique. A dab'll do ya. <laughs> a half a cup of oil'll do ya. Mm-hmm. So now that that's there, it's got. We're gonna let it rise in the pan for 20 minutes, and then it's popping right in the oven for 15, and then we'll have some fucking bread, man. minutes is 9 32 so. <laughs> so
2: if you want to make bread at 10 p.m.
0: So if you're looking to make bread by 10 p.m for your family just follow this recipe. That's
2: where <laughs> you see.
0: I am honestly excited to try it because I know that I like focaccia bread, and I've never made focaccia bread. Yeah, and that's—I mean—I
1: can't imagine I wouldn't like that just because bread is like my bread and butter.
0: Bread is my bread and butter. <laughs> butter, butter and <laughs> I have butter. never seen anyone eat more butter in my life than you have, Garlic bro.
1: butter on white rice. <laughs> can, it's the staple. You'd yeah. probably survive off that yeah. <laughs> yeah i'd be fine with it i could eat that probably for a few days without having any kind of problem with it <laughs> especially if it was fresh sticky rice do you know the key to making the perfect sticky rice Just a little, little cooking tip for your podcast people out there is if you take your with... index finger and you fill up this is, this is for the using the correct amount of water to boil your rice in so you don't fill them up too much because that's the biggest problem when you make rice is that either too little water, so it's too hard, or too much water, so it soaks up too much, and they're too, like, overcooked and blown out. So the key is, you take your middle finger, and you fill up whatever container or pot you're gonna be using with rice, and you put your middle finger into it, and then you fill up the water up to the last knuckle, second to last knuckle. On your finger. finger. Yeah, you want there to be enough water to fill between the rice and your second knuckle on your middle finger.
0: Another thing that I, so it's funny that you said that tip because I did read that tip for making the best fried rice but the other thing that I read was that if you can make really good fried rice if you cook the rice the day before Let it sit overnight in the fridge and dry out a little bit, and then you use that to mix with the the egg and the vegetables or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that's like the best way to get the rice that consistency that people like. Because you gotta
1: grill it again with
2: everything else.
0: Not that we're making rice, I mean, this is a bread Bread podcast. If
2: you wanna check out my rice
1: podcast, that's gonna be on next week.
0: Oh, so much work. We're starting with pilaf. Rice podcast. Yeah, going to be starting with that instant peel off you can buy at Shaw's. Whoa, Zoomy. Oh yeah, she gets the all psycho so and weird. She really gets like, it. she gets very excited, excitable. Is she a cuddle co- kitten? No, not yet. She, she has been watching us sleep and I think once Bill goes away she'll make her way oh. onto the bed, but oh. it's strictly Ripley's territory oh. as of now. Yeah. Um, one thing I thought was, was interesting, so I mean, I wanted to ask you about being 21 and, and you actually sort of created the best segue into one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about, which was you were saying, you're like, it's not, it's not, what it's cracked up to be, you know, you're young and, and you think you're going to be able to make all these decisions and have all this freedom or whatever, but you also get the responsibilities and it's not so great. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't, it so great. Like when we, all we had to do was like, go to school and then you'd get off the bus
1: and then that was, and it. Then
0: that was it and we'd get home you could make yourself a snack you and then you'd feel, turn the tv on Yeah, you
1: didn't feel like you like you were a waste of space after after <laughs> whatever you did everything was just much. i feel like it changed a lot for now too because it's like you're supposed to be doing everything it's like you go on your phone, or you check Snapchat, or you go on your computer, and it's like, are you living your best life? Yeah. It's like, are you being the best you you can be today? Like you have been every day. The
0: pressure is real. Yeah.
1: And it's just like, well, who are you? Why are you asking? Like, it's, it, who are yeah?
0: Who are <laughs> you? Why? What? How'd what you get my you, number? What'd you do today?
1: <laughs> like, it's and and I feel like it's just the idea that everyone thinks that they need to be constantly, not not constantly bettering themselves because you should try to always like you better yourself if you feel like you want to be a better person, but like the necessity. To to try to constantly better yourself, like if today you didn't do anything to make you better than yesterday, then you failed today. Yeah, and, and you should like, feel bad. And yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, and it's the and you should feel bad part that is I feel like a little pumped up for for people my age because it's just like are you, like it's like you're either in school or you're working full time, and if you're not doing either or, you're a bum. You're, bum. you're a bum. You're a bum. Living like,
0: in your parents' basement. Times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And it's just like, oh, you can do that till you're like 25, 26, because that's what's socially acceptable now. But you better be working full time and/or going to school full time/slash part time.
2: Yeah, a to be things. actually
0: living a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even to even now, like I remember the simplicity of just like getting up, cause and I and I feel like I I feel like bad saying it now, but like. It was so simple and easy, and like I literally would get off the bus, go home, scoop a bowl of ice cream, and then sit in front of the TV and watch Disney Channel cartoons Mm -hmm. about aliens going to high school. Yeah. Like, and then I would finish my ice cream and do my homework, and then maybe watch Jeopardy with mom. Like, I honestly, like, I miss those times when that was it. Sitting
1: downstairs and watching TV with, like, dad or like watching one of the same movies that we always watched every week rush hour one two and three at least twice a month we would watch those movies and it never got old and it never felt like I was wasting my time or like I should have been doing something else I just enjoyed sitting there and watching the movie and I I can't do that anymore yeah they used to play like like,
0: Tremors over and over again on AMC and mm -hmm. I would flip that channel on just in the hopes that Tremors was playing (laughs) but you're right like that's exactly what it was and I miss Nickelodeon yeah I miss, like, the morning breakfast time rap. Oh, when we would get but ready I for school. I'm going to put it on this fucking podcast because I swear to God, if there's anybody else in the world who remembers the Nickelodeon breakfast time rap, then I need you to tell me. Because if not, we're then it was a collective delusion no, between leaving, me and no, my brother. It, no, it,
1: we, we got sliced into a different reality where because if we're exist. in a
0: different dimension and it yeah, doesn't exist anymore that's sad, sad. Yeah. but we should also get famous for singing Sing. it yeah. if nobody if remembers nobody, what it, nobody
1: it exists it is, yeah. it is a banger,
0: <laughs> it is a banger. <laughs> oh, yes. man that Nickelodeon but also the WB on weekends mm-hmm. we would watch like Static Shock do you remember that show yeah. it was like the only cartoon that had like a black main character and he had electric capabilities. With Wait, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then, but but Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs, but then we would also watch Nickel- Nickelodeon. Yeah, we would watch Cat Dog, uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Chalk Zone. Do you remember Chalk Zone?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. When he was in school and he had his little, oh, yeah, and whatever he drew came to came life. Came to life yeah. in the universe, universe. and
0: then uh. he's got that, like, friend who's, who's, like, a blue superhero, and his name was Blue... Well, was it blue or was that from Foster's Home for Imaginary? That's um Maybe it was Zap or something. It was something with a Z. I think it was Zap. Uh, but Chalk Zone was one of my favorites. I, I really liked Rugrats that. watching Rugrats
1: all the time. Rugrats. I remember when Disney and uh, Disney Channel would have Power Rangers on in the morning.
0: Angry Beavers. Or we
1: would watch Pokemon.
0: Cat Dog. Who is that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? It's Clefairy! <laughs>
2: Yeah, and you're like, you're like
0: shouting at the shadow, like, it's Electro, but when it's just a circle, (laughs) when it's just a circle, and you know, it's like the Electro, like circle, Electro, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember
1: them, I remember watching the Disney Channel, and like, or, or whatever show, or whatever uh, channel. Pokemon was on because it swapped sometimes from Cartoon Network to other to, things. Yeah. And um and they would have that song where they would just sang the first from the original Pokemon where they sing all, all Pokemon of the Pokemon. And the Pokemon. Yeah. The Raichu, yeah, Zapdos, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all of those. Or like and, and then immediately after it's like it's when I grew up it's when I feel like the reason that people our age and my age really like um like anime films and things like that, because we grew up with like Bakugan and like Yu-Gi-Oh and Mm -hmm. Pokemon and all these Japanese style TV shows that when like when we were kids couldn't watch I I mean when I was a kid I couldn't watch anime if you put it in front of me. I wouldn't be reading all those subtitles and keeping up with all the art and everything. Yeah, But like having those as like a base, like a buddy of mine put a bunch of- Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. A buddy of mine put a picture of a bunch of his old Bakugan that he found the other day. He's like, let me know if anybody's trying to catch the smoke
0: right now. He's just like, I got (laughs) these cards," And I was just like, (laughs) I have a full
1: tin from 09 I haven't touched, right? Like I did. Do you remember. Are the
0: Bakugan the ones that spin?
1: You roll them out in the card and they pop open.
0: Oh, okay. Because there were the ones where you like. so many. There were the ones where you like shoot uh, and they would spin like. That's. In the little circle and then it was whoever's beat, whoever else's. But it was almost like roulette. Oh, Beyblade! Let it rip! Yep, that's the other one. Beyblade, let it rip! That was for the commercials.
1: That's the other nostalgic uh, Japanese-style TV show or like cartoon that grew up watching, and it's like I didn't, I didn't even like watch it for the plot or the story. I just remember enjoying the games that they played and like the way that the show was shot.
0: Wow! Yeah. Wow. There's a lot about those '90s cartoons that I miss. But then we
1: got the 2000s cartoons, which were just filled with the sarcastic, (laughs) the sarcastic (laughs) stuff that that (laughs) that we grew up with, like Adventure Time and like Chowder.
0: Ugh, fucking Chowder! I was not a fan.
1: Of Chowder, you weren't a fan of um.
0: No, I wasn't a fan of Flapjack, Flapjack, which was fucking gross. Because Flapjack's
1: a terrifying cartoon. But it was also, it was like they
0: took, do you, I don't know if you watched this when you were younger, but I always skipped the show. It was Cow and Chicken. But that's basically, I I feel like, I feel like the same sort of minds created Flapjack. Yeah, it
1: was a gross animation, Cow and Chicken.
0: Oh yeah, man, I miss all of those cartoons. Like, Rugrats was a big one. But also, um, the WB, and I, I know that people don't remember this show, but I really, it was like a big part of how I learned about anatomy. <laughs> um, it was, oh God, what was it called? I just had it in my head too. They made a movie about it Osmosis Jones. Never seen it. You don't remember Osmosis Jones? No, I don't. Because the the movie that came out, it was it's Chris Rock is the voice of the main like mm-hmm. he's he's a he's basically like a he's a white blood cell, mm-hmm. so he's supposed to be like a cop, and and like the the movie opens with um, Bill Murray at a a zoo with his daughter and his daughter, or, or he grabs like a hard boiled egg out of his pocket to eat as a snack and Bill Murray's just being a gross like dad. Mm-hmm. And he, and the monkey from behind the cage grabs it, and he takes it back from the monkey. And his daughter's like, you're not going to eat that, are you? And he's like, what? And he, like, puts it in his mouth and he eats it. And that's, like, the beginning of the movie is you see Osmosis Jones fighting these germs that came in on the hard-boiled egg that he ate from the yeah. monkey from the, the zoo. Fr- yeah. <laughs> but, like, you learn a lot about, like,
2: the body.
1: The body. I remember I learned a bunch about the body from Jimmy Neutron. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Neutron was a good one. Where he went one. inside of, um, uh, um,
0: Carl? Carl. Yeah. I almost
1: said Sheen, but it's not <laughs> Sheen. I went inside of Carl.
0: You know, Jimmy Neutron wasn't the first to do that. Honestly, the Magic School Bus was probably the first people to go 100%. inside. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, but I seen that when I was in like kindergarten. Honestly, so they did that probably, in Rugrats, too. To they went
0: inside somebody, quote, unquote, quote, went inside, inside somebody's, somebody's
1: yeah. body. Yeah. Well, I mean.
0: One of the episodes that really hit me from the Rugrats that I know I'll probably die remembering is the when they talked to, when Chucky thought that a wall watermelon was gonna grow in his stomach because he, he swallowed ate a the seeds. seed. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. I remember when they turned that show into a bunch of and then they turned into a bunch of preteens and I was like Rugrats. <laughs> oh, <red>, <laughs> yeah. Or like Zoe One O One, do you remember that show?
0: Yeah. ICarly. <sighs> oh
1: yeah. That's, so
0: we're getting a little recent yeah, now though yeah,
1: iCarly and drake and josh are the, the recent ones where drake and josh was one of the ones if you want to go back to the only reason iCarly
0: exists is because drake and josh Gosh. existed
1: yeah well no i did because she was the
0: litter she was the little sister
1: yeah yeah yep. it's crazy that they're that her older brother in that show is spencer from uh
0: Hi, Carl. Drake and Josh. No, well, oh. Drake and Josh. He's the
1: guy at the movie theater.
0: Oh, yeah! Mm-hmm. That guy's just a funny actor.
1: Yeah, he's just insane. insane at the Spencer. movie theater. Spencer, Spencer. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Smoothie.
0: A smoothie? And it's standard, yep. <laughs> that's a certain ostrich standing next to him? Such a great meme. Yeah, that's what
1: groomed the humor of people our age. Such it's, a
0: great meme. There were other... So, like, those, those cartoons were definitely... Um, a big part of our childhood. The other thing I wanted to bring up to you, other than the breakfast time rap, which I swear to God, if nobody fucking remembers, it's going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to think that I'm a crazy person. But the other thing was um, like, we came up in the age of when the we came out. And that was like the first time people were you using could track their bodies. yeah. yeah and then crazy. that's how people's, how people's TVs were getting, getting broken because yep. they were using the nunchucks or whatever and then throwing them. Yep.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> I we would Playing play we.
1: Yeah, play tennis all the time or bowling. Yeah. I Remember we we went when we went to Ireland? We played we boxing. Oh yeah. A, a whole bunch. Yeah.
0: Those girls, our cousins are good at wee boxing. Yeah, I didn't they, want to play that with them I anymore. They
1: kept beating me. We bowling, bowling and we Golf were probably the two weirdest ones that I feel like came out for that for that console It's quick. It's, it's funny. We tennis the Wii was died. like
0: Well, we it's still I mean we're we're, we're thinking about it. getting one honestly oh, We still have one. They have a they have a new game. That's like it's Wii Resort So it's like a whole bunch of games including disc golf On the Wii. It's actually really
2: old. Is it? Well, when
0: I say new, I'm talking like we came out when like the Wii came out, so so, like more recent. I'm going backwards in time, forwards in time. All
2: right, all
1: right. Do you want?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we are we are thinking about getting one because they've got disc golf on the Wii now. But I also just miss playing with a Wii, and
1: having it remind you to go outside and get exercise
0: uh was that the purpose <laughs> was that the purpose i of just that? remember
1: getting it a bunch of times when i was on there it was like you you want to go outside you want to go take a walk or something stretch your legs It's like, nope keep the game going <laughs> nope i'm gonna sit here and keep swinging at the tv
0: did i ever play super smash bros with you i did right yeah
1: we did all the time at, uh on the on the week
0: on the week yeah because we didn't have a GameCube, but we were able to put the game in there.
1: Because we had the controllers, because the controllers work
2: on a Wii.
0: I know the only other person I've ever played Tekken with in my life is you, mm-hmm. and Tekken on a PlayStation 2. Crash Bandicoot, which you got really sick of playing with me, yep. because I would just wreck you. Yeah,
1: because you played it too much. <laughs> we played the same characters that we know. We played the same map every single time and just fought each other, so it wasn't even fair.
0: Rollercoaster Tycoon, you I did me. let you share.
1: Yep, you hid that from me so I couldn't play it. Mall Tycoon, I got satiated with for the time being. Just played that religiously <laughs> for too much time. And...
2: Halo.
0: Oh, man. I very... I, I was... I dabbled in Halo. I feel like I played more LEGO Racer than I did any, like...
1: That was a fun game though, like a racer. I would play that if we still had it. Me too. so I'd build my own car again. Yeah, that was cuz I didn't appreciate it at the time, but I can make some cool cool shit now. The imagination that I have in the building blocks that they gave you, like then I was just like, "Ooh, full of rectangle of wheels."
0: I miss the way it sounded too when you would finish building your car and all the pieces would <laughs> click together. Yeah, and it was just yeah. <laughs> but also if you fell off, if you would break your car during yeah. the race.
1: It would, same thing would happen. And then the same
0: thing would happen when you'd need to bring it back together. You'd hear the click, 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 click of your car being reassembled.
1: <laughs> it was always the same racetracks that I never got bored of. What was the skating game? It was like a, oh, it was goofy. It was a goofy skating game. Like, it was, uh, you remember Aunt Sandra and, uh, And
0: Calvin. And Calvin.
1: Before yeah. they moved to the house when they lived in that complex. That apartment complex in upstate new york
0: they had a skating game
1: mm-hmm. on their computer that they just gave to me to just give me something i vaguely to do.
0: remember that
1: and it was it wasn't even the full game it was just the demo so i had to. so play. you
0: play the demo over and over and yeah. over again
1: for three days I, I just sat in that room and played the demo over and over and over again and just because there was nothing else to do in, in rome new york in upstate new york at the time
0: one of the, I mean, one of the earliest PC games that I remember playing is Freddy the Fish. And I don't know how many people remember that game, but I played that over and over and over you again. Play, uh, Even though all of your interactions uh, with all of the people in the game are always the same.
1: <laughs> what about Backyard Baseball? Oh, <laughs> backyard, <laughs> baseball.
0: oh no. backyard Baseball! No. Oh, Pedro! Um, you gotta have Pedro on your team.
1: The, there's that one wheelchair kid that yeah. always too hard.
0: Oh, man. Backyard Baseball was good shit. That was good shit. That I remember trying to, to, to stack get. my team and being like, No, I don't want her. <laughs> she picks her nose all the time.
1: <laughs> having a clean team. We want a clean
0: bench. <laughs> There's a clean bench here. We're in a clean team. Backyard Baseball. If that's a game that I would play if I had still, for sure.
1: Probably find it when you get your PC.
0: I'm going to try to play more upgraded with my new game, my new game card, like, honestly. Um, there were a couple other things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, in about four minutes, I feel like we could probably just put it in the oven now. I don't know what the, wait, why wait, right?
1: It seems to have risen a bit.
0: So we're going to put this in the oven, in into the oven for about 15 to 20 minutia. Oh god, I'm getting the hiccups. Oh, it's all over now. Perfect time. All right, that's it for the podcast.
1: Uh, it was I'm great, great talking to you guys. See you later.
0: Bye. Uh, <sighs> all right. Let's set a timer so we don't burn this bread. Hiccups <laughs> oh are the worst. Yeah, they are.
2: Uh.
1: Gives you zero control. Yeah. Cut this out. <laughs> Just so you can find the little yeah. <laughs> sound bits.
0: I was curious about um, if you have any sort of... Co- ah, kill me if you have any sort of comment on being the youngest in a family because that's a perspective I don't ha- have mm. um, or what at almost approaching 21 if the, this is an easier question to answer um, how has your relationship with our parents changed now that you're an adult or has it I mean, God, I hope it has, so
1: it, I mean, it's changed through the sense of like I, it's just not like eaten. upset like if there's if there's something wrong or if, if they have something they need me to do it's more of just like a, hey can you do this now instead of like a lesson I guess mm. it's, it's more of just like hey you forgot to take out or you forgot to bring in this trash barrel can you go bring in this trash barrel I'm like okay I'll go do that as opposed to before when it would be a, a big deal it'd be like like why can't you do this like why can't you just go get the trash when I ask you to and like, I just forget and then it turns into an argument mm. um it's I I'd see them less honestly even though I still live at home with them just because of the work schedules that we have because I'm usually out of the house before mom and dad and I'm usually back before dad and by the time the dad gets home and he gets situated and gets ready to eat dinner and everything like that I've already eaten and I'm really sleepy getting ready to go to bed and then mom comes home from either work or Whatever she's doing when she goes to the bank to run errands or gets uh dinner, uh, dinner. and um I'm usually like getting ready to go to sleep go to bed. They've expressed that they were concerned that we don't talk enough um But
0: you and and them?
1: Yeah but, I do, it's, it, it's less of um, it's less of, I don't, it's not that I don't want to talk to them, it's not that there's nothing, it's more of just there's nothing to talk about. You know? Yeah, like you're, a, you're, you're both just changes. living your lives yeah. and
0: working and coming yeah. back to the and same home. And coming back
1: to the same home and just, it's, it's a rut that I'm trying to see is less of a rut and more of just like a, 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 a hump that I have to get over Yeah. to do stuff that I really want to do. You have to make money and move out, so...
0: Yeah, do they do they still want to know like where you're going when you leave? Yeah,
1: um, it's it's definitely not going to be as um, big of a move as I initially intended. Like just moving out of state first, it's going to be just like moving out and then getting situated, doing um, the stunt work that I want to try to do, and then from there being able to save and make money again, and then from there move to a place where I can get more jobs doing that as opposed to cooking.
0: Yeah. Um, One thing I've always sort of been envious of, of you, um, is that you learned how to play two instruments. Uh Roughly. And I feel like I never really learned how to play one instrument. When I was in PMA, they did piano lessons. But the teacher was a nun and was she was terrible. very aggressive. <laughs> oh God, is the last part of this episode just gonna be mm, me hiccuping? hiccuping yep. Uh, um, the woman who taught me how to play piano was not uh, empathetic to not knowing how to play piano. <laughs> <laughs> so so if you didn't, if, yeah, if you didn't know what you were doing, you got yelled at and if you didn't do it right the first time you got yelled at and if you started crying while you were getting yelled at you got yelled at (laughs) so i very quickly decided i didn't care about learning an instrument or how to play piano i got through my recital and that was it i was done with instruments and learning instruments and teachers who taught instruments because if there was ever a nun who i thought was gonna hit me with a ruler it was her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and I heard heard some pretty bad stories about her and other students in her class. But you, presumably outside of school,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. picked up not only saxophone, but also bass, which you can still play now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can play, I would say I'm an amateur. I would say I'm an amateur at playing both of those just because uh, I, I still, to this day, can't read music. And so I, I can play music on those instruments in the sense of, like, I enjoy those instruments and, like, I understand how they work really well. And, like, so I'd say I'm better on saxophone than I am on bass, but I... Have, I, have I think you're
0: amaz- amazing at saxophone.
1: I haven't played in so long, so I don't even know anymore.
0: I wish that you hadn't been renting it because I feel like you would still be playing it. you're probably
1: at- going to buy another if one pretty soon. If honestly. you still
0: had it. Um, Cause I remember like listening to you play it after you had figured it out, and being and just thinking to myself like, damn, there are gonna be a lot of girls after my younger brother because he can play saxophone then like that. And he sold the
2: saxophone
1: and just ruined it all for yeah.
0: himself. <laughs> sold it, had to give it back because yeah. it wasn't his. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it was it was nice. I also learned under different circumstances than you. I had some cool nineteen-year-old guy who ended up teaching me bass and saxophone. I had the same oh, teacher for both.
0: I didn't, know, I didn't know that. It was
1: during one of my saxophones lessons with him, I heard somebody playing a bass guitar and I was like, that sounds cool. And he was like, oh, the song we're, we're learning can also Translate. be applied to bass. Yeah. And so, because we, I love uh, like funk and jazz and, and like the song music that we would learn for it would be like Stevie Wonder songs and things like that. So I, that was one of the first songs I learned to play on saxophone and on bass. Was right after and um a beatles song yeah easily transferable to the two instruments so like we would go back and forth between them and like i still have a bass because those was much cheaper and so you
0: can't cheap. read music either i, I mean, don't know I'm, why I, i'm
1: sure i could if i like buckle down like i got down to it like when i had my lessons but as soon as i stopped taking my lessons with him it all just, just slowly just drained away
0: because i just assumed assumed the whole time you were playing you were able to read music nope. because of how well you were playing.
1: No, I just riffed. Um, that's that's why I liked saxophone so much is because I didn't feel like I needed to read music to, like, once to I learned, finish a song. Yeah, once I learned where all the keys were, I just got used to playing where the keys were. So, and that's one of the things that my tutor was telling me that he was like, he liked working with me for us because it was like once I heard it and he told me what keys to play, like with finger placement, like I could do it. It, I just needed to get the tempo or the rhythm down for it but it's like when he would put it on paper and then have me try to just play it from that that's where all my struggling came in like where I got frustrated and I stopped enjoying it as much because it felt more like schoolwork. just trying to it's like learning a second language like trying to learn how to read again Yeah. and I just I, it, it turned me off to it for about a while and that's what kind of ended that whole amongst like also it was just also just expensive to keep the lessons up uh, along with the saxophone.
0: I know that you bought a bass. Do you still play?
1: Yeah, I I, I go and I play bass uh, every now and again, just the songs that I used to. I actually just found my old um, uh, lesson book when I was cleaning my room the other day for my bass and my saxophone in my closet. Oh. Yeah, so I might try to learn how to read music again if I have free time, but I still play bass like the four or five songs I know. And i'll I'll tune it up like once or twice a week and same with my acoustic guitar to um just make sure that they're in tune and i can can still play the ones that i used to just so i'm used to plucking the string still because it would be nice to finish like mastering those two like instruments um but i just
0: i think that would be amazing especially the saxophone
1: yeah i just don't want to spread myself too thin with all the other stuff i'm trying to like get done
0: you know. Oh, this whole other life thing—you yeah. know, living your life and supporting
1: yourself—having mm-hmm. <laughs> a hobby in between all that's real troublesome sometimes.
0: Oh man, don't I know it? Ugh. It is—it's a heavy thing. This thing we call life. It's Nobody prepa- prepared us sufficiently, I feel. No. Um, but it is what it is. You know, you do what the best—you do the best with what you can and what you've got—and. Uh, Hiccup and uh, these hiccups fucking hurt a lot. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm just gonna try to hold my breath for a minute here. Cut this, (laughs) (laughs) thanks Adam.
1: Next 60 seconds,
0: cut it. Yeah, oh wow, did I get rid of them? Huh, three minutes on that. I'm gonna see what does this look like. It uh, probably needs more than three minutes, maybe another five. I don't know. That, uh, it looks pretty light in the picture, which is one of the yeah, other things. The top doesn't look cooked to me, that's all. Oh. Also, this picture is uncooked, though. <laughs> yeah. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Normally, I mean, I don't want to wrap this up too early. Just, like, we'll have the... Um. Mm-hmm the bread to try. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. one thing that I do, and maybe I'll just give you a little bit more time to answer than I have other people and see how that goes. Um, One thing I have been liking to ask my guests is um, if they, what their personal philosophy is, or if there's anything that helps them get through life that they think would help other people. Um, So like, for instance, my personal philosophy really um boils down to uh self-love. Like if you love yourself, then you're going to pursue things that'll help you grow and things that are healthy for you and you'll be able to protect and defend and find value in yourself if the root of where everything that you come from is that you love who you are. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just my personal philosophy. Um, another like example for Bill is like um, kindness is a big pillar for his. He thinks that when you go, th- he thinks that kindness is an untapped power mm-hmm. that people have um, that does help them get through life if they if they're kind to other people. Um, Caleb said something along the lines of you know do what you can um, to not take things too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and to, you know, listen to yourself, give yourself breaks when you think you need breaks. It's like an important thing. Is there anything that you think that helps you? I mean, if there's like sort of a pillar of what helps you get through the day to day in this trying time of life that we we're all just sort of trying to navigate in our own way.
1: Uh, Speaking from my uh, immense amount of life experience, (laughs)
0: <laughs> these uh <laughs> yeah, twenty one some odd these, years. These
1: two decades of my life <laughs> that I have lived to the fullest, uh, probably. It's just that I always try to remember how other people would feel mm. about things that go on around them. Like, and it's gotten to a point where, like, a, when I say that to like friends and things like that, it seems like a real. Like a tasking thing to do to constantly be thinking about other people's well-being yeah and like in certain situations but it's just something that like at this point for me I just think of subconsciously like whenever things happen and if even if like if I'm directly affected and if I'm not it's kind of changes the process a little bit because obviously if I'm di- directly affected um, I think about it from that point of view first there's just like well this is happening to me right now and then after that, though, I'll, like, I almost consistently will always, like, look around and be like, well, was anybody else fucked because of what just happened? Or is anybody else, or can anybody else, uh, uh, gain anything from, from what just happened? Or is okay. anybody else, uh, how, how would this person feel if I were to go about things doing it this way? And that's, and that's in a mix of experience from me being in situations where, like, I didn't do that. and And then just for weeks that moment just dwelled on me mm-hmm. and just ate at me mm-hmm. until like I found either the person or like a a, a a point where I like would apologize or find like peace myself being like well you were wrong to do that and make sure you don't do it again mm-hmm. like with and uh, one of the things is like in the kitchen that I work in like kitchens I don't know if it, anybody who has worked in the kitchen can also say that they're like they're pretty aggressive for the most part mm-hmm. like work environments like you can cuss at each other you can well in my case anyway you can cuss yeah. at each other you shoot the shit, you bust each other's balls and things like that you make jokes um and and things of that nature and there was this one uh uh cook who came in and had seen a specific like customer up front and was immediately started like making jokes about that person's weight and like and, and things of that nature and like you know it just so happened to be like an older lady and and like as soon as he came up to me in my station, doing what I was doing, and started joking about it, and I was like, "Hey, man, like I just don't want to hear it." And he was just like, oh, "Fuck you!" Like, and he started to get real defensive about it. And I was like, "Hey, like I'm not telling you, you can't say what you what you want. Go ahead and say whatever the fuck you want. Like I'm just like I'm just not gonna be part of it." I'm saying I don't, don't want to hear it. it. Yeah, because it just it irks me. Cause like I that, I see that as somebody's mom. I mm-hmm. see that as like cause if I was going out someplace and somebody were to say something, remotely. Like, like what you're saying. What you're saying mm-hmm. about somebody that I cared about, let alone my mother, I would fucking freak the fuck out and yeah. I, would, I would probably want to beat your fucking face in. So yeah. I think about things like that. You're when, like, hey, dude,
0: that's a person. Saying, yeah,
1: exactly. And so like, I, I, I always try to keep that, like, and I understand jokes and jokes at, at a certain point, but like when I am a, in a, in an environment like that, and it's just like, well, you're, all you're doing is making me think. It making me feel bad for this person who you're talking about right now i'm like i don't yeah. want you to do that to me i don't want to think about it you can make whatever mean jokes you want to make just not to me or yeah. at that person's expense to me yeah. because it's it, that brings me down because i can't help but but be con, uh, uh, somewhat invested in and in like that person's like state of mind and well-being just i feel like that's also got to do with all the like like the effect of suicide on on my life like the amount of people that i know who have committed suicide and the amount of people who i know who have considered and or like gone through therapy for it and like things like that and it's just like you have no you have no idea if that person just had the worst fucking day of their life yeah you you making this one offhanded comment to them could have just pushed them over the edge i remember i came into work a couple weeks ago kid who quit a little while ago who has been like clinically depressed for as long as i've known him I was just like, hey man, like how was your weekend? Like just casually. He was just like, oh, pretty fucking terrible. Trying to find a reason to be alive, you know? Like and like he says this offhanded, but like Mm -hmm. you could tell that he's just genuinely at this point, kind of just making, making light of it because he doesn't know what else to do. I'm like, well, I'm glad you're alive. Yeah. Just like sincerely, just look like looking him in the face, like I'm glad you're alive, and like I don't want that to change for any reason. Like I'm sorry if you feel like you're not like reaching whatever goal that you wanted to be at, or if like you're not doing as well. Yeah, but that nonetheless I'm glad you're alive like and yeah I it, it it was nice to say but it also felt like I was upset that I I've, that it need be said mm-hmm. like that it, you
0: were the only person to give him that yeah and that like
1: mm-hmm. I had gone to the point where it's just like yeah one of your co-workers needed to say that to you yeah. as opposed to I don't know somebody else who is just like more in touch with it and more in, in, in touch with you as a person or whatever problems you're having because like I don't know them to that extent um, so there's that I think
0: that, I think that that's really not only important, but also people don't, I think it's overlooked a lot because everyone nowadays is so concerned about how they're living their life and if they're doing it correctly and what it looks like compared to other people's Mm -hmm. that they're not taking the time because I mean, and, and I don't. It's not that I'm holding holding people accountable for this. I mean, it would be, it's not an easy thing to do in this time of the world to look outside yourself and say, what might it be like in their shoes? Yeah. Because we're all so concerned about what it's looking like in our own shoes. Yeah.
2: But, but own it's shoe. a
0: really important thing to remember that that your life situation and the way you're going through the world is just that. It's the way you're going through the world and it's your life situation. There is nobody who lives your life or knows who you are or has lived through the experiences that you've lived through. Mm-hmm. So when you're... And that goes
1: for everybody. And that, Yeah, and, and that that's goes the part, for everybody. And that part right there that that goes for everybody is the, the part that makes me kind of just think like, I, I I've had a bad day before, and somebody said some shit to me where it's just like, well, yep, yeah, you can go fuck yourself, like, and, and they yeah. don't know why, and they don't, and they're just kind of like, whoa, and I'm just like, well, yep, yeah, well, you weren't aware, but that's not my fucking problem, that's not your fucking. It problem. is and so it's easy to
0: become it, it caught up, up in your own experience of the world, and it and I I'm glad that that was what your answer to that question was because I think it is extremely important for people to understand that their experience of the world is not the only experience and it's also not the only experience that influences their experience because if your experience of the world does not include improving the experience of other people's lives in the world like that that that's really tough it's yeah. tough cuz you want to improve your own life situation and that might
1: sacrifice yeah. your 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 well-being by, yeah. by focusing too much on other people. On other people, and that's why, like I said, it's it's hard when I like putting it out there and saying it like I am because it's like it's 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 making it sound like you, you need to be concerned about everybody else's well-being when you're doing what you're doing. And which not, also sounds exhausting. Which sounds exhausting, but it's like at, at the point where I'm at, it's more or less just being like, would what, what I'm about to do hurt anybody? Would what, what I'm about to do hurt anybody that they care about? Or, yeah. And, or, or help anybody? Yeah. And and like little questions like that for like bigger problems like not everything like it's not like i gonna step outside and like like everything it's a balance yeah yeah. and and worry about if somebody's gonna trip over it later but
0: all right i think our bread is is ready to come out of the oven Oh, that is golden brown, huh? Ah. That looks like a nice color. Yeah, it does look like a nice color. Pulled away from the sides already too. You can see up here, there's like a... a... Nice
1: little seam. Yeah. What's that hair.
0: No, a crack. That looks like no, hair. A... <laughs> uh, oh, no. uh, wow, that looks good. And it's hot. <laughs> very, very hot. Well, maybe that's not. Is that not hair? It's not like, it doesn't like break. It feels like plastic. Yeah, that's like, that feels like plastic. What is that? I just picked it up. What the hell? Oh, you know what this might be? The bristles from the brush you used to brush the oil. That's true. Put it oh, on the top and it got
1: caught.
0: I think we can see them all, though. Yeah,
1: because well, I only did that on the top of it. So here, now, uh, that
0: off there. If you see any other little hairs? we don't want to share this until we know that there's no plastic fillings on it. It looks like it came out a beautiful color. I just fucked it up with the hairs. Yeah. Just don't, when you go to brush the oil over the top, don't use a a brush that has little hair filaments on it. So we'll give that five minutes to sit and then we'll cut into it and see how it all went. Yeah, I think that's a great message. I mean, like, I think that that's something that everybody should, could, everybody could Bear to remember you know like it's it's not going to hurt you to remember that there are other people around you living different experiences Mm -hmm. and that your actions may affect them
1: yeah and and it's like and it's like and it it affects people regardless about what you do but one of one of the things that like my rtc guy uh, sergeant used to tell me all the time is like you're not in control about how anybody else feels because they can only decide how they feel about the things that happen to them, but you can be in control of the way that you present the things that you're saying. Like, it's like the, not, right, what, you, not what you say, how you say it. Oh, like I'm, that,
0: so, that's, dad, did, did who, who told you that? Who taught you that? What? The, it's not, not what how you say is what you say. It, yeah, it's not what you say, it's how you say it.
1: it. That, I feel like probably dad because
0: that's like when th- that is a dad quote to my core yeah. because there were when before you even you were even born and i started getting attitude with dad mm-hmm. at like a really young like five or six year old age mm-hmm. he would be like listen <laughs> you can say the things you want to say to me <laughs> but it's not what you say it's, it's how, how you say it this yeah. so is like i would come to him very whiny like i like can you make me an and he'd be like, listen, you, you can ask, ask me, me for this, but it's but ask pressure. me in a different way, yeah. So yeah And but- I've taken that to heart. Like I, I try to do that day to day and I, I'm hoping that'll also influence my voice over career. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, I'll, it just I take that. that emphasis to to take the time to really structure how I say something as opposed to what it is I'm actually saying. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's important. I feel like if, if everybody did that, the world would be. A, a lo- I think it would if everybody tomorrow decided that that's the way they were gonna live. It would be a noticeable difference as soon as you step outside. Just the way people treat one another. Like uh, if they if they were just like that guy might be having a bad day. If, they, if that yeah. was just something that they had in the back of their mind, that guy could be having the worst day of his life right now. Like, yeah. Or but um, and then a lot of times just people just uh, don't care. Which yeah. Which I which. I can't really make an argument for or against because again, there's so much to care about. There's so much yeah. to care about. Like they could have a whole bunch of other stuff that they need to care about. And I remember uh, it's something that like I can't believe I didn't say earlier in what we were talking though. Know, but my buddy and I were talking the other day about all the shit that we hated and like the things that we. We're upset about in our lives, this, that, and the other thing. Then a couple of days went by, and he was like, Hey, man, did you hear? And I'm like, No, what? And it's like a girl, who we graduated with her name's Jenna, same age as me, actually, you're older than me. She's 21, but she graduated with us. Um, her father just got um, diagnosed with uh, terminal lung cancer. Oh, no. And so he's got like less than two years, and, and like, she's like our age. And I was sitting there, and I'm just like, Well, if that were to happen to me, I'd would know what to do with myself right now like if, yeah. somebody, if, if i got a call and somebody said that our father had terminal lung cancer yeah. and less the next amount of time to live i think i would have a panic attack yeah and like break down and so like I, I and i'm just thinking about that i'm like i don't know how it go by my day-to-day after that I'm like and there's millions of people who
0: that happens have that, too
1: that who already don't have their parents like yeah. who already lost them for other like other reasons and it's just like things like that and that that way, I kind of always it's I don't want to say I assume the worst, but I always just keep it like it like prepared that, yeah like it could be that could be the case. As it's
0: it's definitely it's not a bad default to have if you're walking through your your day yeah. and every thought you have after you interact with someone is whether it's positive or negative this could be that they could be having like the worst day yeah. ever and and if they're like if it's just somebody who bumped into you on your way out of the mm-hmm. building that could be or more like of
1: like a don't even like acknowledge yeah. like don't don't escalate that situation
2: yeah or, or somebody who
0: like my... didn't who who asked you how your morning was but like wasn't really caring about what your answer was mm-hmm. your your default could be they could be having the worst day ever, mm-hmm. and then that will help in turn change how you react right, to that and situation, and also respond. how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. It's like the empathy that you can have for other people's lives and the, the struggles that everybody's goes through. It, it cannot hurt
2: mm-hmm.
0: for that empathy to be out there in the world, because we're also worried about everything. And if for a millisecond we all worried about somebody else, then we wouldn't all have to worry about everything. <laughs> Group load. History. Yeah, we're, we're, we would all share the load, the load of worry, the worry-load. <laughs> the worry-load? Yeah. Only humans
1: take good care to keep...
0: Man, strong. we... God, we try to really just keep that to ourselves as much... We try to carry as much worry-load individually as we can, don't we? Yeah. And then we all just die slowly under it yep. instead of sharing it.
1: With regrets and heartbreak
0: So I'm gonna cut us some pieces of this. <laughs> to try our, our creation here. Do you have a preference? Do you want some with stuff on it without, I was just gonna cut this, or I cut this. So we'll do this, and we'll cut two pieces here. Oh, crotch,
2: I hope it's Yeah,
0: <laughs> I hope it's not raw in the middle. It definitely looks like it's soft in the middle but uncooked is not no, a word yeah, I want no, no, to use
1: saying, yet. <laughs> really I don't know if uncooked is the I would
0: say. I think it's just, cause you said it was supposed to be like that too. Oh yeah, no, Ooh. Fine. Wow, that's hot in my hand. But like, look at the bottom before you take a bite. Cause that just looks like buttery, like cooked goodness. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really looks delicious. Smells good. I only smell, I smell rosemary and garlic. I don't smell any thyme. Mm. The thyme is harder to smell. Mm.
1: Good.
0: First bite. Holy smokes! Yeah, I'm a fan of that. Oh! That's light and airy. A light and airy on the inside, crunchy, and oh, oh my cool. god! Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. smokes! Mm-hmm. Here, you want a bite?
1: Ficada bread. You have a fresh one if you want. Yeah.
2: Uh uh, got your own food, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah?
0: Mm-hmm. You guys just bake this? Oh yeah, it's really hot. It smells
2: it's
0: fucking amazing. Mmm, wow. That came out better than I thought it would Hell yeah, guys. Soft in the middle, cooked throughout. Marinara, <laughs> I should have got some marinara. Farm cheese on top of that. Oh, wow. I got to the bottom, I got a nice piece of garlic in there. Wow. Yeah. That is satisfying. So, so, all right. So, of all the bread that you've cooked, mm-hmm. in this front of the in front of the mic, oh. <laughs> <laughs> of all the bread that you've cooked,
1: Adam, did you make that? <laughs> we made it. Collective. Made it was a, a collective.
0: This kind of amazing. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. This is actually
1: one of my favorite breads that I've made. ever and yeah oh yeah Mm. like i prefer this to a baguette
0: Mm -hmm. kind of almost a garlic bread almost yeah
1: but it's it's got the the, the change in texture
0: it's rosemary garlic focaccia bread (laughs) so oh and if i were to say it came as a complete success (laughs) wow that is fucking delicious are you happy with I am. our results? I am. Yeah. Yeah. You want to take half that loaf home? You have
1: something to give it to me. I'll
0: wrap it in some plastic wrap and for
1: yes,
0: you. Yes, I do. Cool. cool. Awesome. Mom and dad. Great. Well, I hope you enjoyed yourself.
1: I did. You nice did. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, great. I hope that you're w- uh, maybe mm, even you mm, would be mm. willing to come back for another episode <laughs>
1: sometime. <coughs> yeah. No. Never. No.
0: Never. <laughs> yeah. Done. I'll be back. <laughs>
1: I want more bread.
0: Awesome. Oh, I'm glad. And I think it was a success. That is delicious bread. I had a really good time talking to you. You as well. Um the I like to end the podcast by asking my guests if they have a sign-off for the for the the audience, the a message that they want to send and put out into the world. And part of me feels like it should just be worry about other people so we can we can share the worry load. <laughs> Worry about each
1: other so you can stop worrying about yourself.
0: Ooh, take it! Ah! Good night!
2: Thanks for listening, guys! Bye bye!